Hey there, wrestling fans. Thanks for listening to our Fantasy College Wrestling Podcast. We really appreciate the support. Before we get started, I'd like to give a shout out to Audacity, a free and easy to use audio editor and recorder, as well as Anchor. Anchor is a free podcasting service that will allow you to record straight from your computer, laptop, or phone. And Anchor also allows you to easily distribute your podcast to platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, to name a few. Anchor also gives you analytics to track how your podcast is doing, and the ability to monetize your podcast as well. And lastly, I'd like to thank bensound.com, which is where I got the intro and outro music for this podcast. Bensound.com is a royalty-free music site with hundreds of songs to use in your videos and projects. Again, thank you for clicking and listening. Hope you enjoy the show. Or good evening, depending on when you're listening. This is the Fantasy College Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Tony DeMarco. Thank you guys for sticking with us and clicking the link to listen to our beautiful voices talk about basically random ramblings of the NCAA season. Regular season is done. We're getting in the conference uh, tournaments. And who better to discuss this with than my buddy, Todd Sheftick. Todd, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How's everybody out there in wrestling fantasy land doing? Hope you guys all won your your pools and are richer for the experience. And hopefully you're looking into now with WrestleStat doing tourney pools for basically everything, Max, EIWA, ACC, all the conference tournaments, Big Ten, I think. Yeah, yeah I think they would absolutely. probably use probably, probably, yeah. um, So go over to WrestleStat, make sure that you're hitting that tourney pool. There's a bunch of free ones. You can make a private one too. Um, those guys really do love fantasy wrestling, just like us. So um Leading up to this week, uh, we're recording this on Tuesday, Super Tuesday. Yes, Voter voter Tuesday. Well, I was talking more Super Tuesday because, you know, all the pre-seeds come out. Yes. I don't don't care about politics. I just care about (laughs) the pre-seeds and getting these brackets. and and We care about voting for wrestlers, not Congress. Exactly. Uh, So I gathered all the pre-seeds. As of this podcast, all pre-seeds except for uh, Big 12 – SoCon and Pac-12 have come out. Um, so when we do these previews, we're going to be looking at basically rankings, um, which I think should be more or less probably correct. Yeah. But plus, all pre-seeds are, are subject to change on Thursday, I believe, when they have a final seeding meeting. So, um, But usually they don't change. Uh, you know, somebody might be sick or injured or something, but usually, yeah, besides that drastic something that happens yeah like, I, like before they're not going to be changing mason paris and gable steveson no, or, yeah. or anything like that no. it might be a, a 12th and 13th ranked wrestler or something like that who knows but um you want to get into it sure let's jump right in all right so we'll start with the one that probably everybody's most interested in uh we'll do big 10 first it's and basically a mini ncaa tournament basically um and i think everybody knows who the number one seed is Devin Schrode, no. <laughs> Spencer Lee, number one seed, unanimous. I think this is his to walk away with. There's really 
nobody else you can look at who's really going to be testing him. He has one of the best dominant scores in the NCAA right now. I think his average mat time is under four minutes. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked that in a conference as tough as the Big Ten, that 125 is relatively weak. Yeah, but, but below Spencer Lee, of course. But well, Spencer Lee, if he was. At a 141 weight, you know, if he was able to fill out 141, I think it still would be one of the best 141s. It's just yeah. him. So, yes, everyone below Spencer Lee is – it's not like 84 where everyone's yeah. kind of fighting for – Or Spencer. it's not like 33 or 49, which are like meat grinders. This is pretty much just Spencer Lee's world and everybody else is living in it. Yeah. But Spencer Lee, I think, is going to win this one pretty handily. Now, who is he going to face in the finals? That's another question. And basically, who's going to be third? Also, I mean, he's going to find potentially Jack Medley and Justin Cardani uh, from Illinois. They'll probably meet in the quarters. I, I think Jack Medley has a good chance of, of – he's been coming on of a, a Yeah, I would, I would say that that would be the other semifinalist for this the top half of the bracket. And Jack Medley is the only one to hold Spencer Lee to a decision this season. So, yeah, I don't think – I think Spencer Lee will control it, but still, you know, everybody's talked about him having third period issues. And I mean, that doesn't mean anything to me. It means something to me in the NCAA tournament. It doesn't mean much in this Big Ten tournament. Yeah. If he's wrestling Mueller or Glory and he doesn't get that eight point lead in the first period, maybe things are a little different. Right. But against this field, I'm pretty confident that he's going to walk this tournament. Yeah. I think Ben Askren said it best with. Uh, Spencer Lee he goes, you should just own it. Like, of course I'm tired in the third because I go like a, a fucking racehorse at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, yeah, he's he, like Usain Bolt, man. He just, it's all empty the gas tank, 100 meters, boom. Right. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just if his opponent, like you said, Glory or even Pitch you know, the second time they meet or, or Mueller or anybody like that sees him and is uh, able to weather the storm at first. If you cannot get that arm bar, if you cannot let Lee get that arm bar, it would be interesting. Yeah, and even if you just give Lee the takedown in the first, mm-hmm. but don't give up the four back. If you just get a takedown and he's up two nothing, or maybe he turns you just for two backs and it's four nothing, I think you have a chance. Yeah. I mean, the, the the top guys still a big if, big, but <laughs> easier I, I, said but than done. If somebody can get out of that first period without giving up eight or ten points, I think things will get interesting. Now the question is, can anybody do that? Because he seems to be able to get that armbar on just about anybody he wants, whenever he wants. So yeah, that's the question. But I mean. So Spencer Lee to the finals, most likely 99,000% he's yeah. going to win it. If you but, have money on this, put, put take your life savings out, take your grandmother's money, take everybody's money, put it on Spencer Lee. Even if it's minus 10,000, you're going to win. Yeah. There's no way, unless there's an injury. I'm going to knock on wood here. Knock, knock. Um, this is Spencer Lee's weight. And if you do find anywhere to bet, please let us know. Yeah. That, that would be actually pretty interesting. Um, but who's he going to meet in the finals? So Devin Schroeder is the number two seed. Had a good season. Kind of fell off as of late. Um, he's going to probably see Liam Cronin, who beat him this year, who took over for Brock Hudkins yeah. after Midlands with uh, the injury. And Cronin beat Schroeder pretty I – th- I think he has a pretty good winning record against Schroeder too. So that will be interesting. That's potentially upset yeah. special. Um, on the other side, Patrick McKee got the third seed, and he – I want to say for a good maybe three weeks, he was out of the lineup. Yeah, he's been out for about a month. So um, I'm interested to see how much, how back he is. Is he going to wrestle this tournament? Is he going to wrestle like, you know, pin Meredith and then just forfeit out? Or is Mm -hmm. he going to 
try to win it. Um, I, I want to see how healthy he is. Yeah, I and I think a healthy McKee could be in the finals. I don't see any scenario like last year where we have people medical forfeiting out just because they get to the semis and then they do the slide and it's basically plus eight. Yeah, uh, you know allocations for Big Ten. Um, I don't really see any of that going to happen with one of the main seeds like Mitrich did it last year and yeah you know but Michael D'Agostino is a sixth seed he'll probably see Patrick McKee um I think that's an upset too I think Patrick I think D'Agostino can make the semis yeah I, I mean like I said I don't know how healthy McKee is coming into this tournament um a healthy Patrick McKee is dangerous he was having a really good year um until he got hurt um so is it going to be one of those issues where he's going to, is he hundred percent and going to wrestle? Is he going to wrestle one or two matches, you know, get his qualifying bid and then duck out for the day? I don't know. I have to see how bad his injury really is. Right. And big 10 has eight qualifiers. So right now, if we're just going by pre-seeds, that would cut it off at Nicholas Aguilar. Yeah. And you have Eric Barnett on the outside looking in Malik Heinzelman looking in i think he could probably steal a spot malik I, yeah he's he's a national qualifier he, he's having an up and down year this year last year he was having a more steady year um just he's just small for the weight he's a great wrestler his technique his speed everything's great he's just kind of tiny as a 25 pounder it's unfortunate for him that 25 is the lightest weight yeah, and he's got the augustino first I yeah mean, it's in, a tough in, in the big 10 you're never going to have an easy match but yeah it, it just thinks that but i could see Malik working his way through the backside of the bracket. Yeah, absolutely. So I I think it's going to be Spencer Lee probably. I'm I'm going to say D'Agostino. I just have a feeling that D'Agostino is going to get there because I think Liam Cronin's probably going to trip up Devin Schroeder. I wouldn't be surprised with Devin Schroeder making the finals. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think I, I also put um, D'Agostino in the finals. Um, like I said. Get that match from Midlands Patrick that we McKee, never got. Yeah, Patrick McKee, um, like I said, he's been hurt. I don't know how. How hundred how healthy he is? He how might close do a semi slide. Right, he might get to that quarter match or semi match and then just duck out um, to save himself for NCAA's. Um, it's, he's also cutting a lot of weight. I know that that was another issue with him at the at twenty five was right. the weight cut. Um, but yeah, I'll take the Augustino against Lee in the finals. Yeah, and so moving on to one thirty three. Whoa, buddy. you go from one extreme to the other like instantly. <laughs> The I don't know who's going to take second through eighth to I don't know who's going to take first. Yeah. And I'll just say this. You know you have a good tournament when you make a pick and you don't feel good about it. Yeah. So saying that, I think Seth Gross is going to win this. And you go, eh, yeah, I, eh. because – and I'll say I think Big Ten seating committee, all the coaches, there's no rhyme or reason to the seeds. There's no – criteria yeah. it's whatever they feel fit and i think mostly uh conference tournaments will base off of how you've competed within the conference yeah. more so than full they'll go to the full roster or your full credentials um if there's ties or or anything like that like we saw in acc i think but i think they did the right thing here they put sebastian rivera at the five yeah, that's. Um, I, I mean, people were saying that they're going to put him in the bottom half of the bracket, and that would have been really unfair to the wrestlers in the bottom half of the bracket to have those three guys all on the same side. Yeah, so I think I, I like the way they put two of Technic- the, the four best guys, two on one side, two on the other side. Let's get it on. Technically speaking, his record wise and and wrestling in the big his Big Ten opponents and stuff like that doesn't warrant a five seed. Yeah, but it evenly distributes 
finalist potential. And plus, if you make him the 12 seed, then you're bumping Ridge Lovett up to the five seed, and then you have a Rivera Ridge Lovett right yeah. off the bat. And that's not fair to Ridge Lovett, who had a pretty good season to hit the returning, you know, all American right. first match, you know, even though it was at another weight. And we should still... also, we should also note that they're fe- seeding all 14 weights yeah. this year in every weight class. Usually I think they only do it if there's eight or nine or more allocations yeah. per weight. If, they, if it's eight or less, they only seed the top eight. If there's more than eight, then they in seed the past, in the past. Yeah. This now, year, now they're seeding everything, which yeah. I, I like better. So the one and two seeds get those buys into the quarters, but right now, good matches you have in the first round is uh, you're looking at Caden Rooks and Joey Silva, winner of that gets Seth Gross. Yeah. Joey Silva, who's a whopping, I think, like 5-0 and or 4-0. Four four I think he's 4-0. And, and I, like I said, you get Sebastian Rivera, um, Travis Ford Melton, who's probably going to see Travis Piotrowski uh, in the quarters. Although he's got King Sandoval, who's – Yeah. Piotrowski's had a really good season this year, quietly, but – because, you know, most of the talk has been about the other guys at the, at the Big Ten. Well, everyone talks about jumps and everything. He went from 125 last year to 133 this year and has been looking phenomenal. Yeah. It's a senior year. I don't think Illinois didn't really have plans for making a title run or anything yeah. like that. Um, so I think putting him in, letting him do what he wants, being healthy and, yeah, you know, fed probably. I, I was surprised. Uh, um, I know that the uh, – uh, the record says that this is where he should be, but I was surprised that Decatur got the 14th seat. Yeah. I mean, I thought he'd be a little higher. Maybe where like Boo Dryden is somewhere around there. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, wherever you put him, it's, like it's going to stink. Yeah. Because I, I think he, whether he's facing Alvarez or he's fe- facing Joey Silva or like you said, the record kind of dictates it. And he's run into a bunch of hammers. Yeah. And he's lost. He's gotten the first takedown almost. Yeah. <laughs> but he got the first two takedowns, I think, on gross. Yeah. And then it was all gross after that. And DeSanto, too. I yes. Think he took some yeah, DeSanto he, down, he did. So. And he's got DeSanto again now, first match. So, ouch. Yeah. And I think it sucks for Ridge Lovett and, and Sammy Alvarez that they're on the bottom half with DeSanto and RBY. But it could have been worse. Like we said, you could have had Rivera versus. Love it in the first yeah. round. I'm, I'm interested to see. Um, out of everybody in this weight, I mean, everybody's got their their four obviously favorites, but I really like the way Ridge Lovett is wrestling. Yeah, he's a he's just a terror on top. Man. Now he's just a beast. Quarters are going to be very interesting on the bottom half because you're going to have DeSanto and uh, this is all assuming. Right. You know, obviously, anything can happen. Upset. We're going 16, chalk. Sixteen seed over number one. We're talking chalk. Right pandemonium. Band yeah. is on the field, but you have. Most likely DeSanto and Lovett, which was a close match. Yeah. Uh, Lovett rode him out the entire third period, got riding time, um, and, and DeSanto didn't look good. You also have RBY and, and Sammy Alvarez, which was a double overtime yeah. match uh-huh. in Rec Hall. Yeah, or RBY had trouble finishing on Alvarez. Got in a bunch of times, couldn't finish. Right. So, I mean, to me, you can pick one of – of four or five guys that you feel confident could definitely win this. Yeah. And I think I'm going to go with RBY. I to only win think the whole thing to, to win the whole thing, because I just think he's the trajectory that he's on the way he's been wrestling has been great. He's what everyone hopes Jordan Decatur becomes. Yeah. He's fast. He's quick. He finishes smooth. The only problem is he's better on, on 
top and bottom, I think, than what Decatur is. Yeah, that's where Decatur's struggling right now. That's where most freshmen struggles is mat wrestling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Decatur is as good as anybody in the country on neutral. Um, he's losing a lot of weight. I know that he'll probably bump up to 41 next year when Pletcher is uh, graduates. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be better at 41 and another year in the room, get better on the mat. But yeah. Um, Roman Young is my pick to come out of the bottom half of the bracket in finals. However, I'm taking Rivera to win the weight. Yeah, I, I don't hate that because Rivera looks good. And Storiolo was on Flow Wrestling uh, today and saying that he's as close to 100% as he, he's... As anybody or can. Right. As any wrestler can be this time of year. Right. Yeah. Even though he he did have what looked like a little brace uh, um, when he was wrestling. I, just, I, I, watched, I watched the Rivera-Gross match at the um, Midlands and Rivera, you know, was, was throttling, pretty much throttling gross. Um, There's a lot wrong with that. Yeah, match, he, he, um, he got a little lax on the edge of the mat. I think he maybe thought it was going to go out of bounds. And then out of nowhere, gross hits this crazy lat drop in for six. Mm-hmm. Um, and that changed the whole match, but it was six to two um, Rivera at that point when he got hit for the six, you know, the four and the two takedown and four back, which mm-hmm. changed the whole match around. But, he was really cruising in that match up until that point. And I just like the way Rivera is wrestling. He's just getting the legs and finishing and just, he looks just as good at 33 as he did at 25. Yeah. And I'm glad Storniello mentioned this on Flow Radio Live too. There was an illegal cutback by, yeah. by uh gross. Cause you're not, I know it's in high school. I don't know if it was on, if it's in college rules, but he put his foot behind the knee of Rivera. Yeah. And you can't do that. That's an automatic. Uh, That's an illegal point. move. Yeah. So, uh, and it's illegal by application. So once you doesn't matter what you meant it to do. Once right. you, got, you do it, it's that's a point. Right. So I'm glad somebody finally validated that because I thought I was going crazy that nobody else was mentioning it. But um, from this weight, you have seven allocations for the Big Ten, which I think is kind of surprising because of the talent here. But I guess it's more top heavy. Yeah. But I, I'm here. I am only seven for <laughs> for the Big Ten. But, a lousy seven. That's it. Yeah, out of fourteen. This this weight class is going to be fire. It really is. Like there, just you could be... see Jordan Decatur making it out. Yeah, I you could, could see, see Joey Silva. Making I could it see Ridge Lovett beating DeSanto. You could. I, I could see that. There's a scenario where King Sandoval may yeah might make it out. You know, <laughs> excuse me. I could see Sammy Alvarez beating RBY. Why not? I mean, it was double overtime the last time they wrestled. Yeah, and I, I, I picked Bravo Young, but I really, I really can see DeSanto making the finals too. Yeah, I really can. I don't know. I, I don't. I think there's a style matchup, like a style clash between RBY and DeSanto. I think RBY is a better version of DeSanto, uh-huh. and that just kind of doesn't play into DeSanto's I, hands. I, very I think well. it might be a mental thing too. Late, late in the match, if it's close or if RBY is running away with it. Who knows? Yeah. We've seen that in the past. But uh, moving on to 141, it's a two-horse race. Yeah. And everyone else is is fighting for third. Nick Lee, Luke Pletcher. I think th- there's no question that those two are going to be in the finals. Yeah, the only trip-up I could maybe see is Chad Red and Lee in the Sens. But yeah. Chad, Nick Lee really put it to him when they wrestled in the duel. Yeah. Um, he, I think he got the major even. I think I – think, Everyone between three and, and 14 is going to cannibalize themselves here. I think Mitch McKee versus Max Murin could go either way. Yeah. You could wrestle that 10 times and you get 10 different outcome. Well, 
five different albums. Five different albums, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Tristan Moran and Chad Red. Tristan Moran hasn't been wrestling well, but he's still Tristan Moran. Yeah, I think he's battling an injury. He yeah. looks like he's injured. Chad Red has looked good, but you know he's he's placed low at NCAAs every year. He's like Willie Nicholas. He always makes the podium. Yeah. So I, just, I mean, Nick Lee really put it to him when they wrestled in the duel. Um, Chad Red's really dangerous, um, but that's the only maybe upset I could see is Red maybe beating Lee. But even that, I don't think is going to happen. Yeah. I think Lee will do enough to get his hand raised. I, I think it's going to be Lee, like I said, Lee Pletcher in the finals. I think Nick Lee takes it again. But yeah, I agree. I, I, I think Lee just is a better um, version of Pletcher, and uh, he's better on the mat. And I'm a sucker for storyline, so I could see Luke Pletcher winning it too, and then just saying up NCAA the finals for the rubber match. Yeah. But, um, it, another storyline would be that Nick Lee wins all the regular season matches, but then when it comes down to crunch time, Luke Pletcher wins. Yeah, who knows? But I think those two are definitely it. Everyone else is fighting for third place. Yes, yeah, I agree. So, which is also going to be important because winner of this most likely is the number one seed. And yeah. then you have all the other conferences, even though I think Big Ten is probably the biggest presence. My, my, my uh, does, is question, is Riyal Woods undefeated? No, he lost to Pletcher. Okay. So, yeah, the winner. That of was this, that overtime the, match. The winner of this match, this tournament, will be the one seed. Then. Most likely. I, yeah. I don't, and there's nobody really in this uh in the Pac-12, that's gonna no. bump him up yeah. above the resume of what Lee and Pletcher did. I think they'll they'll be fine with that. Yeah. Um, Big Ten has eight allocations here at 141, so you're looking at the cutoff line being Parker Phileas, uh, with Cole Matten. Um, who else are we looking at? Hunter Baxter, Dylan Duncan, Alec McKenna from Northwestern being on the outside looking in. Uh, going to 149, ten allocations Ooh. for the big 10 you have sasso as your number one seed lugo is two brayton lee number three canaan store number four now sasso tech canaan store earlier this year at the michigan state open yeah looked good but verklin went in the overtime with him yeah and i think verklin is definitely spoiler <laughs> verklin's wrestling better now than he has all year for sure and i i i think I think Can Store can make the semis. I think he's got probably the easiest path to the semis, really, um, on the top half because Sasso, I think, will yeah, will, it's a tough he, match for when when you wrestle really defensively, he can put up points. But when you're a defensive guru, yeah, you, you, one thing doesn't go right. You don't get that wizard in right, or you don't get that leg away just in time and now you're down to nothing they can really change the yeah, absolutely of, of your game plan going guys that, guys that wrestle like that are always in danger of, of losing a close match yeah um they um i call it the the heil syndrome right heil sersus yeah a bunch of different names but brayton lee lugo i think are are locks to make the semis is just who comes out of that i think that's a coin flip too i think i like lugo because he's he's this year he's looked more aggressive yeah and Brayton Lee does kind of keep things close unless it's a non-ranked guy. Um, I think it's a Sasso Lugo one, two. Yeah. I have those two in the finals as well. I think Lugo could beat him. I have Sasso winning, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was the other way around. I went back and, and watched the match. I mean, Lugo was in every single time, Yeah, but everybody's in on Sasso finishing is a whole other story. Yeah. Um, moving on to one fifty seven, Ryan Deacon, I think runs away with this. Uh, as your number one seed, it's just who's going to meet him in the finals. Because you have Kendall Coleman, who he's been injured too, so he might do like a semi slide. Yeah, maybe. I think he can get past Cleary, who's 
got the starting spot over Quinn Kenner. Yeah. Um, after his natural bump up from 133 to 157. Yeah. Caleb Young hasn't been looking good of late, but him and Kendall Coleman always battle. So if Kendall Coleman's healthy, yeah, that's a finals run. I thought Coleman had him at the Midlands. I really did. Yeah. Then if you're looking back at the score, pin, it's not really a pin. It was over time. time. Yeah. He got taken down. They called the two, but you have to wrestle through the position. And he just kind of fell back with his hands on his head. Technically, he was pinned. Yeah. So, pinned. Um, see if there's anything else here. At 157, they have six allocations. So you're looking at Jake Tucker being the cutoff man, Elijah Cleary, Fernie Silva, Eric Barone, Mike Van Brill, all on the outside looking in. I, I like Ryan Deacon. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's another weight that's kind of weak overall in the Big Ten. It's kind of Deacon and everybody else. Yeah. 165, we have Woo. probably what's going to be a matchup of Vincenzo Joseph versus Alex Marinelli. Tell me someone that doesn't want to watch that. I know. I think, though, I it, it, there's nothing to back me up on this, but I think Wick can beat Marinelli. Yeah. Um, I think White could beat Vincenzo, even though he's never beaten him in college. He's beaten him a couple times in high school. Yeah. But every time they wrestle, it's been pretty close. Right. I think he handled them during the Nebraska duel. Yeah, this year was a little different. But right. before this year, every time they wrestled, it's been a really tight match. But it's one of those things like when Marinelli and Vincenzo Joseph meet, you know both of them are saying or being coached to, don't go in, don't body lock, don't, yeah, don't, don't do get it. close. But it's just like magnets. They have to do it. Yeah, it just has to happen. Two, two black holes circling each other. You know <laughs> that they're going to collide. It's just a matter of one. Right. And so I, I think – and again, I have nothing to back up my thought that I think Wick can make the finals, but it's always close with Marinelli. And if Wick can actually finish a shot, that changes everything because I don't think he's been able to finish a shot. Yeah, right Wick needs a takedown since that first that first win. Yeah, Wick, Wick would need a takedown to win that match. He's going to have to find a way to, to get to Marinelli's legs and finish. Yeah, so we have eight allocations coming out of here. Obviously, you're going to have Vincenzo, you're going to have Marinelli, Wick, and and. Isaiah White, but then you have guys like um, Ethan Smith, Danny Bronigal at the seven. Uh, looking on the outside in, what I say eight. So you have like Drew Hughes from Michigan State, um, Shane Oster is a number six, Kyle Cochran from um, Maryland, Maryland. Yeah. So I mean, it I is it is go, kind of a, a steep drop off. I might this might go chalk at this weight as far as the who gets in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me throw a little monkey wrench at you hmm. if. Marinelli beats Vincenzo in the finals. Can you give Griffin the uh, one seed at, big, at nationals? So the wrestling nomad uh, had come up with a conspiracy theory. Apparently uh, they were talking about on, on flow. They were saying something to the effect of one of the, that Vincenzo loses on purpose to be on the same side at nationals as Marinelli to prevent, prevent him points. from getting the first place points. But then you're also taking a risk on yourself of right. if you lose and you're only limiting yourself to that. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know the criteria for seeding as well as, you as other the under, the undefeated guy, as long as that undefeated guy has somewhat of a RPI. Right. But I think also it goes to the quality matches and yeah. stuff like that. And they were talking about there's tears. And if you beat one guy one time, if you lose to him again, it 
like it doesn't count or something. Once you face a wrestler one time, that's it. Yeah. For for points or All some, right. so something like that. So let me ask you another question. Um, and this is totally game. So no, I don't. I don't. I would like it because I have Shane Grover on my my team, and I think he's a phenomenal wrestler. But I don't. I think they'll give it to either winner of Big Ten. All right. So let me throw another monkey wrench out there. Um, and this is totally gaming the system. But if Vincenzo makes the finals and Marinelli makes the finals, why would Vincenzo even wrestle that match? Why not just medically forfeit and you're undefeated? You go to nationals, you're guaranteed the top seed. Why, right. even, why even wrestle that match? Right. And I, it's not like Big Ten titles matter to him because he hasn't He's won never one. Won one yeah. <laughs> so why start now? Um, why jinx it? It's a good point. Yeah. It will definitely add fuel to the fire of medical forfeits in college wrestling. And, and do they have a place on yeah. the record or not? I don't know. I, it's above my pay grade, but I'll say that if that happens, I think they do give Vincenzo the one seed. Yeah. He would be undefeated with a win over Marinelli. They didn't wrestle a second time. So you can't ding them for that. And you know, like we talked about before, they don't. I know. They I know. Conference, for I know. Conference placing does play a factor into it, right? Yeah. So he'll be a second. He'll be a runner-up, Big Ten runner-up. That's still pretty darn good. And he would have beaten Isaiah White and or Ethan Smith, and yeah, Drake he'd Hughes beaten and, Wick. He had beaten pretty much everybody on the list except for Shane Griffiths. They didn't wrestle each other this year, right? But he'd have a win over pretty much everybody else in the weight. That's a good question. Hopefully, we don't see it. But if it does happen, I'd be interested to see how the seating committee. Does that because last year they basically said if you medical forfeit, fine, you're still going to be seated high because I think Mishich was second. Yeah, seed. that's what I mean. Yeah. So if it's kind of like dresser gaming the system, like it's within the rules, right? But was what's the Chappelle show? Sanction me to yeah. the UN. Sanction me with your army. Go ahead, go and do it. But I. I don't know. I think Vincenzo would get the one seed. I, I don't think they would make a rule. I, I think he would get the one seed too, and it just makes me think, why even wrestle that match? It would mess up everybody's pickums and confidence picks yeah. and everything like that. But Well, not everybody, because I'm sure somebody's going to pick Marinelli. And 174 in the Big Ten, it looks like we have allocations of, if I can slide the bar here. We're doing 165, right? No, 174. Oh, we're moving up. So we what we, we didn't pick our guys for that this weight yet. Oh, um, I'm taking Vincenzo. Yeah, I'm going with Vincenzo too. I I think he's got an easier path to the finals. And yeah, except for the white match, but yeah, yeah. And I I just have a, a sneaking suspicion about Wick beating Marinelli. It hasn't happened in a long time. Like I said, there's no reason or data to yeah. support did it. Wick, but did we? Sometimes well, you got to have a feeling. Did Wick beat Marinelli last year in NCAAs? No. He beat him the one time, and then Marinelli's won it ever since. Okay. So, um, now let's move on to 174. Michael Kemmer, number one. Mark Hall, number two. Um, and then everybody else. No entry from, I believe, Maryland? Indiana. Indiana. Yeah, Indiana. That's it. So, kind of surprising there. I don't know if it's they couldn't pull somebody out of the hallway, right? Exactly. Hey, you want to wrestle in Big Ten? So Dylan Lighty gets a nice little bye to the quarterfinals. Uh, One seventy four. We're looking at nine qualifiers. Yeah, there. it's a deep weight. So Mikey Labriola gets the five seed. Devin Skatska, I guess, because they're head to head. Yeah, gets the four seed. That's going to be a quarterfinal, most likely. I don't see Skatska. 
burning yeah. that one up. Um, Lighty and Mark Hall will probably mate in the semis. He has to get through Caleb Romero. Yeah, I think, I think Romero could trip up Lighty, but maybe not. But that will be a tough quarter. Yeah, I, I think Lighty has jumped ever since having Daniel Lewis on the um, Purdue coaching staff. Yeah. It, it, I was thinking about this the other day. You think of, like, the assistant coaches. Like, I, everyone knows the head coaches and stuff like that, but it's also the, the yeah, assistant coaches absolutely. behind the scenes. You have, like, Ty Walls, Jared Hott in Virginia Tech. Um, you have um, Reeder and McDonough at Iowa State. Right. Thinking about uh, – AJ Schaff and, and Daniel Lewis at Purdue. I, I thought about the other. I was oh oh shit, I forgot. Daniel Lewis is at Purdue. No wonder they're yeah. all cradling everybody and looking great. But shout out to all the assistant coaches out there because yeah, you're you're the real difference. Also, um, on that same to- uh, token, um, shout out to my younger brother Kyle who got um assistant coach of the year in the yes. Webule for uh, Waynesburg won the team title at regionals. Yeah, at they're looking great. Yeah. How many uh, did they send the states? They got five to states. Two two lost on the bubble round. They got five to states. Um, three uh, two champ. Yeah, three champs and runner up in the third. Nice. So yeah, and uh, he got you know Whippeal assistant coach of the year, and it's well deserved. All these kids that are in the program right now are the kids that he's worked with since they were like five years old. Right. Yeah. Good for him. Congrats, Kyle. So. And th- that's a whole other topic. PIAA states yeah. and all the other high school states that the. Occurred. I say states. It's not state. Not from Mid America. Yeah, it's states because there's multiple years there's of doing more it. than one state. Right. As far as I know. Yeah. I think. All right. So back to seventy seventy four NCAA wrestling. Um, I think it's going to be Kemmer and Hall. The match between Kemmer and Hall, I have no confidence in Hall because he just looked defeated. I don't know if it's because it was at Carver Hawkeye. I don't know if he just wasn't feeling good that day or what. Everything says that Kemmer is going to win this rematch. And I'm going against Logic, and I'm going to say it's Hall. Yeah. I think Mark Hall wins it. I'm taking Hall, too. I, I think Hall, I mean, you, you, know, you know, Hall's not one that will ever make excuses. I heard through the grapevine that Hall had the flu when they wrestled it at um, Iowa. And even if he didn't, he just didn't. He looked out of sorts in that match. He gave yeah. up a bunch of takedowns. He's usually nobody. Credit to Kemmer. Yeah, absolutely. But. Not normally, nobody outside of somebody named Zahid Valencia can even take Hall down. I mean, Hall just fights takedowns like it's his job. Yeah. Um, and Kemmer just seemed to get in and just easily finish. And Hall just looked out of sorts in that match. There were there were times where he like didn't react like he usually does. And Kemmer like on that one reversal that Kemmer got, it, it's yeah. like he just kind of stopped. Yeah, it was strange. It was, it was a strange match. I mean, and I take nothing away from Kemmer. He's a monster. Um, I yeah, actually think Kemmer might trip up against Lariola in the Sens. Um, I could see Labriola beating him because the last time they wrestled, it went to overtime. He's going to have to get through Skatsko first. Yeah. Well, I think Labriola will, will, will win that match in the, in the rematch. Um, but I think Labriola, Kemmer, and the Sem is going to be a hell of a match. Yeah. I really do. I mean, the last time they wrestled in Iowa, it was an overtime match. and It was an overtime takedown for Kemmer to get the win. Um, I, I think Hall actually pretty much wins this pretty easily. I don't think anybody's going to stop him from winning a Big Ten title and an NCAA title this I, year. I agree he gets to the finals. I like I said, it's a good tournament, so I'm not happy with any of my picks because I can definitely see it going the other way. But um, I'm going to pick Hall here too. Uh, 184 is just like 133. I could see four people winning this. Yeah, and another weight that um, it's kind of weak overall for the Big Ten. Like, there's a bunch of names, but none of the names are are the top five guys in the country. Like, 
they're all kind of like the six through twelve range. Well, they got ten qualifiers. Yeah, but I mean, way. like the, the top dogs, they're all even. Yeah, which I mean, coming into this, it was the heat and then everybody else, right? Because everybody else was losing to everybody else, and right? Beating everybody else. So, I mean, you look at Brooks gaining the number one seed. I think that's deserved. And I, I think uh, he's going to have a close match either with Johnny Sebastian, who he had a three-two win, I think, earlier yeah. this season, and Owen Webster. Winner of that, he gets into the semis where he's probably going to see Taylor Benz. This was the hardest pick for me because I rewatched that match. And sometimes you have to not go back and, and watch these matches because it could definitely distort your picks. Taylor Benz horsed him around. He, yeah. he out-muscled him every position. He rode him. He At one point, they're on the edge of the match, and with one arm, he – I don't know if Brooks was trying to hit something, but rolls him around on his mat and spins behind for two. It just manhandles him. Yeah. So the, but that, that's the uh, Jekyll and Hyde that you get from Taylor Vince because sometimes he looks invincible true. and other times he looks terrible. He's hot and cold in the worst way. And on the bottom end, you have Cameron Caffey, who had a great end of the season as your number two. Abe Asad is the number three. I think that's deserved because, again, Vince had a bad – yeah, he, he has like five losses, so you got to put him kind of right where he is. Right, and Caffey had a good end of the season, so I think that's good. Jelani Embry, who's the number 10 seed, is going to have Zach Bronicle. That's a tough first that's match. That's a really tough first match. But, and Lyon and Rocky Jordan's a tough first match. Yeah, this whole weight up and down, really good competition from round one. Yeah. But Jelani Embry's beaten Cameron Caffey in overtime, I believe, at the Michigan State Open this year. Yeah. Now, that was pre-Embry being injured again for the nth time. Yeah. But that could be an upset, number 10 over number two. Um, I could see Assad and Rocky Jordan going to the limit. Yeah. Um, so I think out of this, I think Assad makes the finals. Out of the bottom half? Out of the bottom yeah, half. I'm taking Caffey. And I, I think the way he's wrestling. I don't, I don't like picking Brooks, not because I don't like him as a wrestler. I really believe he has a shot to win. It's just in – the matchup with Venz, I like Venz. But, yeah, it might be one of those style things. But no no four seed has won Big Tens in a de- in over a decade. Yeah. So that tells you some that's some data to, to you know. So I'm taking Brooks. I think I'm going with Brooks too. Besides that like one match with, like besides the one match with Venz, he's looked completely dominant. Yeah. He really has. I think the Venz match, he got the first takedown, then he gave up the reversal. Venz is super tough on top. I think Ben's kind of smothered him, and you know Brooks looked like he blew like all his wad in the first period. Ben's on top of him. It was him. almost like a welcome to NCAA wrestling. Yeah, kind exactly. Of match. It was like his first Big Ten match. He kind of gassed, but since that match, Brooks has looked way better, way more in shape, way more dominant. Um, he just looks like a really. I think he's a title contender now that Zahid is out. I think Brooks could win this weight class at, yeah. at nationals. I, well, I think for Big Ten. Sake, I, I think winner of the Big Ten 184 bracket is going to come from that semifinal of Brooks and Benz. Yeah. I, I like whoever comes out of that to win. I'm going to say it's Brooks. I don't like it because yeah. I, I really want to pick Venz, but the data says not to. But, of course, I'm probably jinxing it Yeah, because, you know, before the March Madness, uh, four number one seeds making the Final Four, it's only happened one time. So it has to happen at some yeah, point. Yeah, at some point, yeah. But um, – I'm, I'm going to go with Brooks. And I'm like taking you, Brooks too. Yeah. And like you said, I'm not hyper confident. It's not like a 
like a slam dunk like Spencer Lee, but I think Brooks is the best at this weight. Yeah. 97, uh, Kyle Moore is your number one. No surprise there. Uh, they have six allocations. Uh, so Shaq would be the cutoff. Shaq is the cutoff, which I don't even know if he deserves to be the cutoff, but he pinned his last kid from America. Yeah, I mean, that means anything. with Shaq, it depends on how how close to recovery is he. Is he 70%? Is he 60? Is he 20? Like, he doesn't look right. Yeah. He definitely, his knee is still bothering him, or he, he doesn't trust it. And again, in it, the American match wasn't probably the greatest, uh, you know, sample size. Sample size, yeah. That, that, yeah. But he looked good. He was moving well. He was he cradled him up, I believe. And yeah. So I mean, a healthy Shaq is dangerous. He really is. But he hasn't looked healthy since he's come back. Yeah. So I I think Colin Moore makes the finals. I, I'm picking him to win. Now it's on the bottom end who he's going to see is the question so i mean you're going to probably have uh rashid and warner quarterfinal can it be closer than what it was in the duel i think so yeah um especially since shakari rashid's had more time to recoup and practice and feel more confident on that leg and and everything yeah warner keeps everything close for the most part like we said keep it close there's always you're one takedown away from from losing. Um, I think Schultz can make the finals. Yeah, yeah. I actually – that's who I have in the, from the bottom half is Schultz. And Schultz gave Colin Moore fits, but I still think – I think this is Colin Moore's year. I think he's focused. I think he's laser-focused. He doesn't seem to have the same issues that he's had the past three years that everyone said was weight issues yeah. or whatever, you know, one of the if, three. If anybody things. in this bracket gets more, it'll be Schultz. I think – that's the only guy that really has a chance at beating Colin Moore. I have those two in the finals, but like you said, I'll, I'll take Colin Moore to get it done. And I wonder, I wonder how healthy Christian Bruner is. Um, he might get to the semis or try to get to the semis. He's got to get through Lucas Davison most likely. Um, and he might semi slide. He might slide. Yeah. He's been battling an injury. So um, that that's a possibility, but if he's healthy, just like with, uh, Kendall Coleman, if, if they're healthy, I do like them to try to make a run. Yeah. At, at even third. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, he's a tough wrestler. He's just been battling some injuries. Yeah. So we're both going Colin Moore yeah, here? Yeah, Colin Moore. All right. Now, heavyweight. Ooh-wee. Again. Yes, applaud. applaud Thank the, you, Big Ten, for getting committee. Right. Not that Gable Stevenson isn't deserving of a number one seed, but I think in this instance with Mason Paris, I'm, I'm going to say Paris showed up. He he is in Gable Stevenson did not so they looked at it and said all right we're going to give Paris the number yeah. one seed I I like that I do too you re- I, reward the guy that wrestled I'm always in favor of common sense and I think the seating committee was full of common sense well I mean they always say it's always about this year and right. if it's about this year then Mason Paris is clearly the number one seed he's had clearly the better season right and at the dual meet he stepped on to wrestle on the tape and Gable didn't so. Yeah, you know, I I I agree with rewarding him with one seat. Now, I think the top half is a little bit easier of a path to the finals than the bottom half, but you're looking at the top. Mason Paris and probably Trent Hilger are going to be in the semifinals. That was a scrambling match uh, when they faced each other. I believe it was three to one. Yeah, Mason Uh, got in a couple other shots, just couldn't finish. And same with Hilger too. Yeah. So I, I mean, I favor Mason Paris. I think when the lights are on 
all those cliches. I think he's going to get it done and make the finals. I do too. Um, on the bottom half, though, you have Cassiope is probably going to make it to the semis. He's going to face Gas Tank Gary. Yeah. Um, Seth Neville's and Gable Stevenson. I think that's Stevenson all day, but it's still Seth Neville's. You can never yeah, they, out. Yeah, I think Stevenson beat him up pretty good in the dual meet. So yeah. I think the same thing will happen this So time. they'll probably meet – Cassiope and Stevenson will meet in the semifinals. I think Stevenson controls it just like he did during the dual meet. The score was a lot closer than what the actual wrestling Yeah, I mean, was. it was it was a one-point match, I believe, until Stevenson hit that late double. Yeah. He hit that, that sweet, you know, sweet double. But um, um, it was like – I think it was a one-point match up to that point. And one of the points that Cassiope got was a, a, a unsportsmanlike yeah. on – on um heavy hand on Gable, I think Gable controls that pretty much. I can see like seven to two, six to two, and something we get, like that. We get the match that we deserved back in yes. January. Now, this is another one I I don't feel good about either pick. If I pick Paris, I have doubts, and if I pick Stevenson, I have doubts. I'm going to go with Stevenson because you're king until you're knocked off your perch. Yeah, and being that Anthony Kazar is no longer wrestling folk style. Um, next one up, and that's going to be Stevenson. I think Stevenson is is the man to beat. I'm going to go with Stevenson over Paris. I'm I'm taking Paris. I don't um, hate it. <laughs> I um, if you look at who beat Stevenson, it was Kassar, who was a stronger, quicker, lighter heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Mason Paris is a bigger, faster, stronger version of Kassar this year. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's put on like 25 pounds. He looks like he's unstoppable. I think that Mason Paris is going to get his hand raised in this match in the final. I think Mason Paris goes to the, the NCAAs as the one seed. Yeah, and Big Ten has seven allocations here, so you're looking at the cutoff being Seth Nevels. So yeah, I I, think, I don't like the way Seth Nevels is wrestling. Um, I think you. I don't think Gas Tank Gary will be one of the guys that gets out. Um, you never know, but everybody um, counts him out, and then he, yeah. he surprises. I don't think it'll be. I think somebody else will sneak in there. I could actually see a scenario where feel good story Nevels doesn't get out. Also, though, where he's also not one of the guys. But then will he be a, a big um, or a, an at large? Yeah, you still have the at large. So, yeah. um, so that's Big Tens. Let's see what do we want ACC. ACC. Let's look yeah, at ACC. ACC. These other ones aren't. There's good, interesting matchups, but I nothing is going to compare to. Hey, ACC, we, we talked about this before. You guys got to step your game up and get some more teams down there with well, wrestling. There's a petition that was out there for, uh, I believe, Clemson. No, oh, I, I signed yes. it. Clemson, I, I think, is trying to come back with a Division One program. They if should you go out, search for it on Twitter, on Instagram, wherever it is. Sign it. Takes a couple seconds. You have to just put an email, make a fake email account. It's not like it costs you anything. Um, and and sign the petition. Yeah. Not with, you know, Ben Dover or any right. of those fake names. You know. IP freely. Right, exactly. Amanda yeah. a hug and kiss. Yeah. And something yeah. like that. Vote for Clemson to get a wrestling team. I actually saw uh, read an interesting article that the um Little Rock got their wrestling program started because the AD came to the nationals a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and was so in love with the event and how how successful it was that he said i want to be a part of this and yeah. went back to his college newsflash and, it's awesome yeah <laughs> yeah and for those of you guys listening all 12 of you if you can make it out to nationals just go don't don't especially this year don't waffle yeah tens of thousands of yeah. <laughs> open seats don't say yeah but this that that just if you go once you'll be a lifetime goer just like tony and i are we go every year now i got tony to come 
Um, I actually went about what five or six years before you started. Something like that. Yeah, I've been yeah. going since New York. So I've been to like twelve, I think, NCAA's now. Um, awesome. and I'll be, I'll probably be there every year. And if I have to keep switching jobs to do it, I probably will. <laughs> but listening out there, if you haven't been, go to nationals. You have to go it at is, least once. It's, it's a scene, man. It, it's just amazing. So highly, highly agree with that. Um, so yeah, Clemson would get one. If even Boston college, if they would come back with one, that would be nice. They Boston college, you have Harvard and sacred heart and you have all those other uh, Ivy league yeah. colleges up there. And who other teams are in the ACC? I'm trying to think of off my Wake head. Forest, uh, Georgia tech. Oh, tech could get a team. That'd be pretty cool. Miami. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Can yeah. you imagine? Well, I mean, they got, they got a good, they got a good talent coming out of Florida right now, man. Lake Highland prep. Yeah, a break like friggin' Notre Dame. Can you imagine? Let's just put this out there. Can you imagine like you're a top recruit, you're one of the best wrestlers in the country, and you can go to freezing butt ass cold Nittany Line, Penn State, Happy Valley, or you can go to Miami Beach. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on, like come on, Miami, get a program. Like it, that, it, it sells itself. You you take your your recruiting on the beach. Yeah, and you just go. You could have this. Yeah, you or, can you can freeze your ass off. Wrestling in in Rec Hall, or you can come down here and, and be on Miami Beach with um, <laughs> thousands of beautiful women. Yeah, or you can be in beautiful Oregon State <laughs> or something like that. Or Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's get to ACC. Right, let's get to ACC. So Jack Mueller is your number one. Camacho Melendez on the bottom half. That's going to be a good match. And ACC for 125 they, they got to have at least four. They have three allocations. Oh, just three? So That's disappointing. Pratt, right now, Prada is on the outside looking in. Um, I could see Prada getting a wild card. I, I could see that, too. Melendez, I think, I think beat Camacho in the duel this year. Um, so even though he's the three seed, I think he could make the finals. This is Mueller's for the taking. Yeah, it's Mueller and everybody else is fighting just to get you know that one of the top threes to get out. Right. Um, but yeah, that's Mueller is definitely the class of that weight class. And looking at 133, you have Mickey Phillippe at number one. I agree with that. I don't think anything's wrong with that. Jamie Hernandez from UNC at the number two. Louis Hayes at four and Jarrett Trombley at three. Now, ACC has five allocations here. So, so only one guy gets to not go. And most likely it's going to be the Duke guy, unfortunately. Yeah. A lot of Duke guys are probably going to be left at home. I don't think they're going to be even at large. Yeah. No more fine silvers. Unfortunately. Not until next year. Yeah. Next year. They're out trying to get an Olympic spot for uh, Israel, I believe. Um, so, Philippi, just like Jack Mueller, I think this is his weight. Yeah, he's a step above the rest of the I think guys. Louis Hayes can keep it close. Um, I don't think it's upset potential, but – it will definitely keep it close. And on the bottom end, I think Trombley can make the finals for NC State. Yeah. Oh, those are the schools up there on the top, the icons, right? Yeah. Oh, so Florida State could get a team. Yeah, how do you think I was saying them so oh, I, didn't, I thought you were just <laughs> rattling off the top of your head. Yeah, brain. Syracuse. And, Syracuse. And and Georgia Syracuse Tech. used to have a really good team. Yeah, I would love to see that, that singlet. Yeah, me too, man. The blue with the S on it? Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah, these teams need to step up their game, man. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Clems, and I like – oh, uh, Clems with a little tiger paw. Purple? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, stay focused. Focus there. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> 41. 141, Tariq Wilson, uh, your top seed. Not having the greatest of years, but he's still the number one seed in the yeah. ACC. So. He's, I, he hasn't done what I thought he would this year, but he's still going to probably be the guy coming out of this weight. Yeah. And – 
So you have Moore and Sherman on the bottom end. I like Sherman to make the finals here. And Sherman could really Sherman could win it. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. He's stepped up. I'm again, kudos to Coach uh, Coleman Scott with bringing the program to where it is. Yeah, right absolutely. Now. I always sing his praises. He's a Waynesburg guy. And, and yeah, Pat Pavlizio. In five years, he, he's created a, a national powerhouse. Yeah, basically. yeah. I mean, it's awesome to see wrestling in the South get to where it is right now. It's really cool. See, like, you know, four or 5,000 guys, that are, you know, people at a dual meet where four was probably around 40 or 50 people. Right. So, now, yeah. Now, ACC at 141 only has three allocations. So, yeah, yeah Cole Matthews and Brian Courtney. Looking for an at-large spot, mostly yeah. if they don't steal a spot. Um, going to 149, Austin O'Connor and is your number one. Bryce Andonian, number two. It's these two. Yeah. There's, there's nobody else. I think and I think O'Connor majored Andonian in the duel. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So I think this is O'Connor's next topic. Yeah, and yeah. only two qualifiers. So it was probably just those two guys in the finals. Yeah. Hayden Hidley. Um, now, they have five qualifiers here at one uh, 57 again sorry duke um ac headley gain your number two being yeah. even though he's had up and down he's been matches. pretty solid this year though and he's obviously wrestling up a weight he really is a 49 pounder obviously they have o'connor at 49 so headley's wrestling 57 he's had a pretty good year though for, right you know senior he, year he can't really go up because at 165 you have kennedy monday as your number yeah. one seed and Tommy Bullard, number two that's a collision course to the finals i think tommy bullard could actually win. i think mcfadden's gonna win this week I don't know. I don't have confidence in them right now. And so they have four allocation spots and I want to believe. Yeah. I'm taking, <laughs> I, I want to believe I'm that. Taking McFadden. And it's not just because he's on my fantasy team. I, I think that, uh, you know, he's been up and a little bit up and down this year, but, but um, I think he gets it done for senior year at this weight. I think he punches his ticket with a championship. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him make the finals and, and win it. But I just think he's been so up and down. Hopefully, it's not an injury thing. I don't think it's a weight thing because he's naturally around that weight. Yeah, I, I he want, looks good at that say. weight. But yeah, I, this he one lost, he lost the bullet about two to one in the in the dual meet. I think and was, he got teched by Monday, but that yeah, was, that, that was, was more of his of, own doing. Yeah, he kind of threw him threw himself to his back a couple times in that match. Yeah, well, that one's definitely one to earmark and, and watch. Yeah, over this absolutely. Weekend. I'm glad also. Side note, I'm glad that Pac-12 came to their senses and is in the same weekend yes, as yes. everybody else instead of being a like week a week before the National College Open and everything. It's it was stupid. Yeah. Why? Yeah. You're the smallest conference. Why yeah, are you your, your 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 tournament takes two hours to run? Yeah. Uh ran over. 174. Greg Harvey's your number one seed. How did he get the one seed? No, don't know. <laughs> He's had a good season. Um and uh Bullard is your number two. two. Yeah, I think e- Bullard actually wins that. Eaglin, your number three. The one shining spot in Duke's lineup has been having a decent year. Um, one seventy four has four spots, so the top yeah. four seeds right now. That means you got Cody Hughes from Virginia Tech on the outside looking in. Um, going to one eighty four, they have three allocations here. Uh, Bolin got the number one seed. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what happens when A beats B and B beats C and C beats A. So right. You have a jumbled mess. So I think that's what they ended up doing. They Everybody's beating each other, and so they had to look at regular season results. And I think Hidley splitting with the prey hurt him. Yeah. And I think I think uh, Bonacorsi losing to the prey hurt. And I think Bolin 
getting a forfeit instead of wrestling uh, uh, Dupre helped him. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're looking at common opponents, that's the next right. one. And, and it's no fault of Bowens. He could have lost to Dupre. Right. But that's, this is a really spicy weight in the big in the ACC. Is those three guys? I mean, it's those three guys, obviously, and everybody else. But like Bonacorsi, Hidley as a semi is. Friggin' fire. And I, I think the different ranking services has it kind of split on Bolin and, and Luhan as your number one seed. So Bolin wins this out and maybe Luhan trips in the Big 12s. I don't really think there's anyone in there that's going to be really tripping him up. But you could have the winner of the ACC being your number one seed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I think it'll be Bolin. I'm, I'll pick Bolin. Yeah. Um, wouldn't surprise me if it was Bonacorsi or Hydley. I'm going to um, say it's Hydley. You're gonna take Hydley. I'm gonna take Hydley. I don't know, man. Bolin really controlled him in that in that dual meet. Like Hydley really wasn't even close to a takedown. Yeah, but I watching that Bonacorsi match against Bolin, I I don't have I, I lost a little bit of confidence in yeah. Bolin. Um, I think he's probably one of the strongest in the weight. <laughs> yeah, but he's a horse. Um, ninety-seven. Cullen Stout's your number two, and Jiello is your number one. I think Jiello runs away with this. Yeah, I mean Stout is. Um, was at Penn State. He's stout. Yeah. Stout was at Penn State, couldn't really crack the lineup, goes to Pitt, having a pretty good end of his career at a new school, which is good for him, I'm glad. But, mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, I think it's ILO in this weight, pretty, yeah. pretty hands down. And 97, they only have one yeah. allocation. So that doesn't surprise me. It looks like it's ILO's for the taking if he doesn't get upended. Yeah. Um, and then finally, at heavyweight, Demetrius Thomas is your number one seed. You have – uh, Deontay Wilson, as dude, that's a two. big heavyweight man. He's a big dude. <laughs> Quinn Miller, I think, has a good chance of making the finals yeah. here. I like the way that Wilson's wrestling, though, man. I mean, I'm not. I, I'll take Thomas Demetrius to win it, but um, um, Wilson, man, he he impressed me. In some of the matches I've watched him, and he he's a big dude. Yeah, I agree. I I think it's it's Demetrius Thomas. All yeah. The way. And let's move on to Big Twelve. Um, now these, as of this recording, have not come out with their uh, precedes, but we're going to use flow rankings um, here to kind of supplement because I think it's going to be roughly it'll be, the same. Yeah, it'll be close. There's going to be, that, and again, all these precedes are subject to change as of the Thursday seating meeting, um, but I don't expect any big names to fluctuate. Yeah, really within usually the, the lower, some of the lower ranked kids will might flip flop, but. The right. top guys are usually the top guys. So we'll run through this, and, and all the other ones kind of – same thing with, like, the ACC. There's not really a lot of um, parity so much yeah. when it comes to who's going to be a, a finalist. But Piccinini is your number one. Jay Schwarm is your number two. That was a good dual meet that they had. Uh, Schwarm kind of had Piccinini on the edge yeah. a little bit. I think this is pitch all the way. I, I don't yeah, I'll take pitch over Schwarm in the final. I think he's going to bonus his way to the finals, and it, it might be a, a decision. It'll be close with Schwarm in the finals, but yeah. I'll go with Pitch. But it could also be Mackle. Now, Schwarm yeah. pinned Mackle this year, and Mackle didn't, hasn't looked like he did last year kind of coming into conferences, but I'll say that it's going to be a 1-2 yeah. pitching any over Schwarm. Uh, looking at 133, Lamont is the number one ranked guy. Um, Montori Bridges, two, and Cam Sakura number three. That semifinal, if, if that's what happens – Bridges and and Zucoro because Todd Small is the number seven, so Todd Small yeah. and Montori Bridges is going to be a nice quarterfinal. Um, I, I like Sakura making it out. Do you? I do. I I like Sakura. I like the way he wrestles. He's a tech machine. 
It's what he does. Yeah. I think I think he's up there in in national uh, leader in tag. Yeah, I actually like uh, Montori Bridges to win this whole weight class. Really? Yeah, I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't think I don't have a lot of faith in or confidence in Taylor Lamont. Yeah, he's just not. I don't. I know he's the one seed. Early but. on, he wasn't looking good, but he's been coming on as as of late. Yeah, he did lose to Todd Small earlier this year. Yeah, and he's going to probably have. He's going to have probably Whitcraft. I'm going to say Whitcraft. Whitcraft, Moshe Schwartz in the quarter is going to be a nice match. I think Reese Whitcraft is going to win that one. Yeah. I, I like Matori Bridges. I know he's had Whitcraft a couple could make the finals. Yeah, he could. That's why I kind of like uh, Bridges on the bottom half. Yeah. I, I'll i I'll say Lamont. I like Lamont. I've always liked I, – I think I had him on my team last year. Um, or not last year, two years ago because last year he registered it. Did he He was injured last year. That's what it was. Um, but this this weight's all in flux. Anybody yeah. could win this. Now, at the Big 12 at 133, there's eight qualifiers. Yeah, so they're all going to get out anyway. Yeah. They'll all see each other again at some point at NCAAs. Uh, 141, Dom Demas is your number one. Ian Parker, number two. Blockus is your number three. Yeah. And Dusty Hone is your number four. So, Demas Hone, i got to say – Home, or uh, Demas, ah, how yeah. you guys going for a second? Demas to make the finals on the bottom end. Parker and Blockus is really interesting because I don't think they wrestled in the dual meet, right? No. Um, I've got a surprise for you here. I'm taking Blockus to win the whole weight. Really? Yeah. He's been wrestling. Shocking. He's been wrestling phenomenally lately. He's just he's really big at the weight. He looks really strong. Um, I've, he's pinned a bunch of guys. I Man, he's got a nasty cradle. Yeah, um, I mean. He's just really coming on for you and I. It it doesn't it's not crazy because I mean if we look at last year's rankings coming into the postseason, I believe Demas was ranked 18th. Something like that. Let me see. Yeah. I have last year's Yeah, last year going into conferences, he was ranked 18th on Intermat. Yeah. So anything can happen. Yeah, Dom Demas is a one-trick pony. You stay out of the inside trip, you can beat him. I think Hone gets him actually. Really? Yeah. Wow, you you just have you're throwing caution in the wind. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just I'm not a super super Demas fanboy. I guess. Um, I, I everybody in this weight, I really like the way that Blockos is wrestling. Um, I like the way Dusty Hone has wrestled for Oklahoma State. Um, he's been tough. Um, I just think somebody's going to trip up Demas in this weight. I, I, you know, it, maybe it'll, it'll be Parker if Parker gets by Blockus, but um, I, I just think somebody's going to going to clip Demas in this weight. And again, this is all depending on actual seeds that come out. Right. We're going based off of rankings. Come on, Big Twelve, get, I, get your act together. <laughs> I'm going to say Demas is is the winner. I think he's kind of flying under the radar. He has had a couple losses here and there, but I think he's still the quality guy that can get top four in that. Yeah, I don't I don't hate it. So. 149, Bulu Allen is going to be your number one seed, most likely. Jared Deegan could be fourth or third. I don't know. Thompson beat Deegan, right? Yeah, I think so. So Thompson. Thompson, is, he always beats Deegan. He loses to everybody else, <laughs> but he beats Deegan. He's like 12 0 against Deegan. So in the rankings, they have Henry Pohlmeyer, um, in at number two, I believe, from South Dakota State, right? Yeah, I think so. So looking at this, I, I like. Thompson to actually make the final. Yeah, I like Thompson out of the bottom half of the. You, I think UNI is going to have a really good tournament. Yeah, they're they're tough, man. Schwab's got that team rolling. They're they're tough. Let me see. Um, I, I do like Thompson out of the bottom yeah, half. Yeah, South Dakota State for Pullman. Um, 
I like um, and I like Boo from the top half. Jared Jensen can make some problems too. Yeah, as, as the number seven seed, he can knock off Palmire, I think in a, in a quarter. What's going to be interesting is the quarterfinals is going to be Andrew Alvarez and Jared Deegan, mm. and two guys fighting injuries. Yeah, who's going to be less injured after mm. this? So one forty nine, Big Twelve's got five allocation yeah. spots. I'll take Boo to win this weight. Really? Uh, I, I, here I go with Andrew Alvarez. I was thinking you were calling that shot. Nah, I was going to no. be shocked. No, nah, I'm, I'm taking Boo. Boo Allen. I yeah, I'm going to go with Boo Allen too. I think. I think it'll be a Boo Boo and Max Thompson final. I think so too. I, I'm going to subscribe to that. I think people are going to be looking at the match with Lugo and kind of be dismissing Luana. I just think that was a good, good job by good, Lugo. Good uh, bear hug. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 157, Derek Carr is going to be – or Derek. <laughs> David Carr is going to be your number one seed. You sure it's not going to be the quarterback for the Oakland Raiders? Well, I know they're trying to get rid of him probably. Yeah. So, yeah, it could be. Who knows? Maybe maybe he's still got a year of eligibility <laughs> left. Um, I don't think he can make 57, though. No. That, that gut tells me. Uh, David Carr is your number one seed. Jared Frank from North Dakota State is going to be number two. Why cheats number three, Justin Thomas, Oklahoma, uh, or Oklahoma, um, is going to be your number four. Why cheats? Yeah, looks good. Beat Caleb Young recently. Beat him um, pretty good too. Jacob Wright is your number five. I think could make a sneak to the semifinals here. I expect David Carr to win this. He's, yeah, he's too. had enough time to rest. Yeah, no kidding. He deserves to win. He's been off for like eight weeks. He man. should win it, or else we're going to be pissed. Yeah. So he said he's okay. I think maybe you think it has something to do with the cut. It did, up. yeah. I heard he's big. He's he looks big at the weight. Um, I think he's been having trouble making weight. He'll definitely be up next year at sixty five. Yeah, I think in a recent interview he said that he wanted to do that. I think that was by flow. Um, he hasn't talked it over with the coaches, but he kind of just publicly said, "Yeah, I'm going to sixty five next year." Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's see where Dresser wants you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's a point where you just the guys just outgrow a weight, man. You just got to let them get bigger, you know. Yeah, I don't subscribe to that whole. You got to stay at the weight that we recruited you at for your whole career because guys get bigger, they get to school, they get taller, they grow. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're gaining them at when they're eighteen years old. Right. They're not done growing yet. Exactly. So, speaking of sixty-five, Travis Whitlake as your number one seed, Andrew Fogarty from Utah Valley, uh, number two, I believe it's Utah Valley, right? Um, Fogarty thought he was a San Diego boy. San Diego doesn't have uh, – San Diego, Jesus Christ. <laughs> South Dakota, I mean. Uh, North Dakota. Yeah, or one of the Dakotas. I knew one it was a Dakota. Dakota. I said Diego. Yeah. I didn't mean Wells Vagina. I meant Dakota. <laughs> the Austin Matthews um, and Chase Straw in the first-round match. Austin Matthews, unfortunately, I think is being plagued by injuries. He's just – he's kind of doing what Nick Renan is doing. It's just kind of – I didn't even realize he was still wrestling. Yeah. I mean, that kind of says it all. But Tanner Cook is your number four seed. Go Cook. You need to go back and watch some of his matches because they're not going to last more than probably two minutes. Guy pins or texts everybody or he loses by like major. Yeah. <laughs> There's no in between. Um, I don't think – I think he will make the semis. I think Whitlake will be smarter than that. He's not yeah. going to get cow catch. Yeah, it's, or, this is a Fogarty-Whitlake final. Yeah. And I, I expect Whitlake to win. Me too. I, I like the way he's been wrestling. He wrestled – um. Marinelli really well. Yeah, he did. Um, going up to 74, Bryce Stiart is going to be your number one seed. Joe Smith comes in at five, and that probably sets up a, a rematch with Anthony Mantanona, which he was winning before he got thrown to his back. Yeah. So 
I think it's going to be a start. Joe Smith is all of the – what Joe Smith do we get? Do we get the guy that wants to wrestle or the guy that looks like he's taking a nap? Right. I mean, four allocation spots, so he's on the outside looking in right yeah. now. Yeah. And I don't know if he's worthy of an at-large bid right now. I, I don't – I haven't done the – His record's got to be right around 500. I haven't done the research to see, you know, who else is, is on the bubble. I cannot imagine that he will get in on a wild card given the season that he's had and the fact that he only wrestled about eight matches. So he is eight and five. Yeah. This year. So and he'll probably lose a couple here. So he'll be like ten and seven or something. Yeah. So I don't I don't think he gets in that large bid. So he's gonna have to squeak in there. Uh, That's a tough knows. way too to squeak in because you have Colbray, you have Bastion. Hayden Hastings. Yeah, Hastings. And Jackson Hemauer from yeah. from President Man, State. That's a tough weight. That, but that's more all on the bottom side, too. Yeah. So, but he's going to hit one of those guys if he gets knocked down to the wrestlebacks. Exactly. So I think this is Steyert all the way. Yeah, me too. So yeah. I, I, Steyert's shown that he's a top five guy. So I think this just kind of solidifies him as one yep. of those top five seeds going in. Who knows? If, if Lighty has a bad draw, um, ends up taking six or something, Steyert, even though he's lost to Lighty twice, might might jump him. Yeah. Um, 84, like we were talking about with ACC's. I think the number one seed is going to come from here or ACCs. So Lujan is your number one seed. Anthony Montalvo is the number two. That could be close. Yeah. I What was their match earlier this year? Did they wrestle? I, I think they did. I think they did too. I want to say Lujan won that one. I think so too, but was it close? Let me see. Going back. Uh, Doing our fact uh, checking. Lujan. He lost 4 nothing. Yeah. So it was close compared to look. Luhan's got a thirty-six percent bonus rate. He's twenty and five on the year. Yeah. To keep it for nothing, pretty good. But that also means nothing on Montalvo's side. Yeah. So he didn't score any points. I think that will be a little bit closer. I think it'll be the final. Those two. Absolutely. I don't think Marcus Coleman somehow getting the fifth seed thanks to some yeah. steroid not steroid injection. I shouldn't say that. Winning percentage injections. Yeah. A uh, little mat fixing. <laughs> right. Um, it's like running a race and you, you own all the horses. <laughs> <laughs> so at what, what weight is this? 84, uh, big 10 has got five or big, big 12 has got five yeah. allocations. Um, with six allocations, 97 for the big 12, Noah Adams comes in. Tanner Sloan, number two, uh, Jake Woodley is number four. Stephen Buchanan want to say, uh, unfortunately I'm not familiar with Stephen Buchanan. Yeah, I'm not familiar with his work. So, I mean, he's going to probably have Orndorf. Or, Tanner Orndorf. Tanner Orndorf could win that. Um, yeah. Buchanan, I'm going to say. See. I could see that that changing the precedes. If that's the precedes, I could see Jake Woodley getting the three. So it's showing him from Wyoming. He's 24 and nine. He recently lost to Noah Adams, nine to eight. Ooh. And I'm um, just looking at he beat Dakota Gear, eight to six. Lost to Tanner Sloan, six to three. What did Sloan do with Noah Adams? They re- wrestled recently, didn't they? I think Adams. Well, obviously Adams won because he might have been defeated. No, I think he was hurt during yeah. that time because he he spent a couple weeks out of the lineup. Yeah, but I like I like Sloan and Adams to make the finals here. And yeah, me too. I mean Woodley, I think is going to push Adams, but I think this year sometimes guys just have that year. Yeah, you know, that Noah's having that year. Noah's having that year. Because the year before, I don't think he, he wrestled to this caliber at all. No. Yeah. So, 
I'm I gotta go with the undefeated guy. No, Adam. Yes, I'm good with Adam. I think I think Sloan will push him though. I think I I'm and gonna that, go that, out. That'll solidify Adams as the two seed at nationals. Yeah, too, which is really good for him. Absolutely, he's gonna be behind Colin Moore unless Colin Moore trips up. up. Yeah, Jinx. So heavyweight Tate Orndorf as your number one. Josh Hokett as your number two. Football player. Yep, and Gannon Gremmel number three. Carter Isley number four. I think, I think Gremmel can make the finals. Yeah, I think so too. I'm not a Hokit believer. I. It's interesting. He, they wrestled. Has he wrestled Gremmel? Going back and looking, I don't think they've met. No, they haven't. They haven't wrestled this year. Well, so, Hokit was out for the first part of the season, right? Football. He was getting his football weight off. <laughs> and yeah. everything. But I mean, you're looking at Hokit. He's lost the Orndorf three to one. Um, and I believe did Gannon Grimmel wrestle him? He did. Orndorf won seven to three, and and three to two. They met each other twice at the Cliff Keen. So, of those three, which one do you have most confidence in? Orndorf. Orndorf. Yeah, I think Orndorf wins this week. I'll agree. I th- I think. He was out a little bit with injury, like we said, but I think I think him having to go through Carter Isley is a lot easier than Gannon Gremmel and, and Hokett yeah. have to go through. And, and Hokett's got to get through Brandon Metz from yeah, North it's a Dakota State quarterfinal match. Have you seen him? He's like a rock. Yeah, he's a beast. So, and Brian Andrews might even make it to the semifinals over yeah. Isley. Over Isley, yeah. I, allocation-wise, there's five. So, Brian Andrews is a cutoff there. You have the West Virginia heavyweight Brandon Nagati um, on the outside looking in. I mean, Big 12's going to be interesting. I don't think it's going to be the most in- – I think ACC is probably going to be more interesting. Yeah, that's kind of strange because the Big 12's bracket is obviously way bigger, but there's more interesting matches, I think, in the overall in the ACC. Yeah. I mean, uh, if we look at, at the MAC, they did come out with their pre-seeds. So if we're looking at – at 125, Hildebrand's your number one. Luke Warner is your number two. I think Mac is actually going to be really exciting. Yeah, I mean, it, it's they've got some deep weights. They don't have the Big Ten kind of talent, well, but everybody's like, right, everybody's like, yeah, everybody's right in the same pecking order. Especially so. this year with with Missouri, Missouri, I think has come down a little bit to earth. Yeah, from where they've been in the Mac the past few years. Yeah, they, they've fallen back to the pack for sure. So I mean, you have three allocations at 125 here. Hildebrand's got to be one. Luke Warner's earned one. He's got to be two. But then you have Cameron Valdivias. Cardinale. Cardinale. Um, and I'm looking. Jake Romackey's had a bad year, but previous to this, he was yeah. looking really good. So Bryce West from uh, Northern uh, Illinois. Illinois. yeah. Definitely the backside's going to be amazing to watch. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Hildebrand. Me too. Here. I'm, I'm done with – Second guessing, <laughs> Drew Hildebrand. Um, now at one thirty three, you have Tim Rooney from Kent State as your number one. Derek Spawn as your number two. I'm going to go with Spawn as a winner here. Um, they got five allocations here, so you got guys like uh, Alan Hart from Missouri as a number three. DJ Feldman as your number four. 
Josh Mason from Bloomsburg might have a chance to get yeah. out and, and be a, a representative for that'd be cool for Nationals. Bloomsburg the Huskies that would be they're they're always kind of middle of the pack no pun intended yeah but with the dog Husky. wolf wolf oh, huh. okay huh. um huh. yeah I'm gonna take oh man I don't even know it's t- this this is all even yeah I'll, I'm gonna down. I'll take Hart from Missouri. To win this, that's going to be a good semifinal with, yeah. with Derek Spawn. I think whoever wins that match wins the, the weight class. I would agree so with that. I'll, DJ I'll, Fallman I'll, has a good chance of making the finals. Yeah, too. I'll take heart just just to throw it out there. I'm not that super confident with it, but you gotta go with your heart sometimes. Oh, yeah, but don't boom. Uh, 141 Dresden Simon from Central Michigan is your number one seed. Evan Cheek, the fantasy all star, yeah, all star is your number two. Shakur Laney getting the six seed is a little surprising to me. Yeah, it's low. That's going to make a good semifinal or quarterfinal. Yeah, Sidarian Perry, Kyle Shoup is your number four, and yeah. Grant Leith is your five. Oh, Grant Leith is he back? He's back. Wow. So Grant Leith and and Kyle Shoup as your quarterfinal. That's interesting. Yeah, because uh, unfortunately for Leith, he had that huge hiatus yeah, because of injury or weight or, or something. And Kyle Shoup hasn't been the Kyle Shoup of last year. No. That's going to be a really interesting match. How many, how many did they get out? How many out? At 141, they have five. So, so five. So Shoup's going to have to – or Shoup. Um, Leeds going to have to wrestle some matches. He, he can't just forfeit out. He's the cutoff. Yeah. And you have guys like Shakur Laney, um, Alex Madrigal from yeah. George Mason. Mm. You have Peter Lapari who transferred from – uh, Rutgers. Yeah, this now. is a uh, really a good weight class. Good lord. Yeah, this is going to be one interesting one to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Because you you stumble early, you might not get that at large. Yeah, weight. no kidding. And you might get your spot stolen. Who are you taking at this weight? At this weight, I'm going to go with. You know, I'm going to go with Leith. Yeah, me too. If if Leith is back and he's wrestling, he wrestled. He, he wrestled, wrestled the um Matt Town. Is that what he? No. The, no, he wrestled at the the faux. Oh, the, the, uh, the Iowa State. Yeah, debacle. The, yeah, the last chance open. Yeah, now, he took it seriously. He right. pinned he, those three yeah. guys. Now the quality of competition obviously isn't that of. Yeah, if if Leith is back, Kyle Shoup or if Leith is back and he's anywhere near a hundred percent, even if he's at eighty percent, I'll take Leith to win the the weight. Yeah, one forty nine. You have Brock Muller as your number one. Brock Zacherl as your number two. When's the last time there's been a Brock one? Brock and two? on Brock crime. <laughs> but I don't. I don't think Brock Zacherl is going to make the finals. I mean, he's got he's got Deblasi on his side. He's got Deblasi on his side. Tyler Bath is is tough from Edinburgh, and Zacherl hasn't been putting up the bonus numbers like he did last year before yeah. he got injured. He is he where's he ranked right now? Right now he is ranked. He's, he's he started out like ranked like third or fourth in the country. I know he's way down from that ranking. Let me see. And. Trying to bring up the rankings because I have. How the hell do I just Google it? God damn it. Um, but, Google me. <laughs> but Brockport comes in as your 13 seed, surprisingly. I, yeah. Very odd. I mean, he hasn't had the greatest year for Lockhaven, Lockhaven as a whole. Um, Alec Hagen uh, from yeah. Ohio is number five. He's had a good fantasy year, but I think this is Brock Mahler. Yeah, me too. I yeah. He might. Towards the end, I don't think he was putting up as much bonus. I could definitely check that, but I'm kind of lazy right now. Um, I I don't think anyone's really going to stop him from winning. I actually think De Blasi might make the finals here. He could. He could pin his way. Yeah. Um, you were asking about Brock Zacherl? Yeah, his ranking. He is ranked number 11 okay. on Intermat. 
So so not terrible. Not but, terrible, but not where where he was or should be from last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're both with Mahler. I think that's right. Jesse Delavecchia at 157 uh, is your number one seed. Zach Carson from Ohio is your number two. Jared Jacques, number three. three. And Justin Ruffin, number four from SIU. Yeah. So I think this is Delavecchia in the finals. And I, I'm going to say Jared Jacques in the finals too. Clucker could actually make the semifinals. I think Clucker has a good chance of beating Carson in the, in the quarters. Um, yeah, I, I am. I think it's going to be Jockeys and Delvecchia. And Ruffin is tough too. He now Larry Early is your number five seed. Oh yeah, he's not the Larry Early of last year, but he's still dangerous. He's still an All American. Yeah. So yeah, he, he seems off this year. I don't. <clears throat> I don't know if it's senioritis or what it is, but um, not the Larry Early. That I saw earlier in his career. Yeah, I mean they get six six allocations here, so I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm I'm gonna say actually I'm gonna change that. I'm gonna say Larry Early wins this. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say he wins the Mid American Conference, <laughs> and he's gonna be facing Jared Jockeys. Yeah, in the finals. I'll take Jockeys to win this weight. Yeah, I I don't hate. I think this is one of of three or four guys that could win it. Colby Ho could give Jockeys some trouble in the uh, in the quarters. Um, going up to 165, Peyton Mako is number two, uh, who I used to be high on. But Troy Keller actually had a phenomenal season, kind of under the radar. Yeah, really under the radar. He – we just bring up his stats. So he was 17-4. and four. He's got a 38% bonus rate. Towards the end of the season, he had a, a close home with Terry Joseph from Ohio. That was a sudden victory win. But he had a tech fall over Dellum Wood. He had a, fi- a pin over Blake Munt. Montre, not the biggest of names, but he's doing what you're supposed to do with those guys. You're right. pinning, you're majoring, you're, you're attacking. You're getting the bonus. Exactly. Yeah. So him and <clears throat> Cornelius Schuster in the semis is interesting. I think Chain Jones from Old Dominion could be in the semis as well. That's going to be a very, very interesting uh, uh, quarterfinal there. Um, Peyton Mako, I think I like him coming out of the bottom. Yeah, and me too. And he's funky. He's he's a gymnast first, and then yeah. became a wrestler. I think he worked with Askren a little bit. So I, I'm going to say Mako. Yeah, me too. I'm going to go with Mako as the the winner of this, which might vault him a little bit more in the uh, in the national seeds. Yeah. Uh, looking at one, seven, oh, and I'm sorry, allocation wise, they have two. Ooh, so that's interesting. You need to make the finals in this one. Um, at 174, we're looking at how many four allocation spots. Jacob Oliver is your number one seed, and you have Dean Sherry from Ryder as your number two. Andrew McNally is your number three. I was a little surprised at that. McNally's yeah. had a pretty good year, but I don't think in conference he's been doing. Yeah, you got seated higher than Connor Flynn from Missouri. Connor Flynn and Jeremiah Kent were kind of going back and forth on starting. So I, I don't know what, yeah. what really happened there. Jared Segrist from Lock Haven is your number five. I'm going to pick Jacob Oliver to make the Me finals too. here. Yeah. And I'm going to say Andrew McNally. To win it? I had him on my or fantasy from the team. Bottom. From the bottom. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think Oliver wins the weight. Um, I think so, I think it's too. against McNally in the finals. I, yeah. I like that pick. So, like we said, they have four allocation spots. Now, moving on to 84, they have three allocation spots. And that's Trevor Allard as your number one, Dylan Weissman as your number two, 
Uh, Britt Wilson, number four. George Walton from Ryder, number three. I think this is – Trevor Allard doesn't put up bonus. I like Wisman. I like Wisman, too. From Missouri. That's going to be a tough – I'm going to say Wisman and Britt Wilson in the final. Yeah, and I I'm, like that, too. Now, now, Corey Hazel could stumble Britt Wilson, absolutely. But, like we said, that Lock, this is Lock Haven's down year. Yeah, they're That's having an off year. So, 197, Greg Balsack gets your number one seed. He's probably going to see Sam Schuler. In the uh, in the co- uh, quarters, quarters, yeah. yeah. White Colling gets number three. Ethan Laird, number two. I'm going to say this is a one and two final. Yeah, me too. I and I like Balsack coming out on top. Yeah, I I agree. Bal- I mean, it's going to be really close with the thing with Balsack and Laird, but um, I have those two in the finals and probably give the edge to Balsack to to win. There's as many times as we can say Balsack. Yeah, just on, trying to say Balsack as many times as we can. Exactly. So they have at 97, they have six allocations, I believe. No, I'm sorry, four. Mm. Uh, is it four? Yeah, four allocations. And I'm going to be rooting for uh, Colin McCracken at uh, this. At this tournament, one of your uh, brothers, yeah, from Waynesburg, right? Yep. Uh, Two eighty-five. Matt Stencil, he's going to pin his way to the finals. Yeah, it's kind of light, kind of bad weight. Besides him, they have four allocation spots here, though. Somehow, I mean, you're looking at Ryan Cloud as your number five seed. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they got four. Colt McKiernan from SIUE. Spalding is the two. I mean, these guys really aren't that highly ranked. This is yeah. This is all stencil all day. All stencil. Um, and we didn't do the Pac-12. I I think we don't really need to run. Uh, we can if you want yeah, to jump or, through the Pac Pac-12 or, or the yeah, we can do the Pac-12 real quick. Yeah, we'll do Pac-12. So let me bring up the Pac-12 things. And again, they didn't come out with their uh, their preseed, so I'm going based off of rankings. So at 125, Brandon Courtney's number one. Brandon Kaler from Oregon State two. Jackson Desario, who I like from Stanford. Yeah. Is number three. I think, I think a Brandon Courtney Jackson Desario final, and I think Courtney wins this. Yeah, me too. It's real quick. You know, we're running through this. So Paul Bianchi gets your number two. Little Rock. Um, I, I guess it would be good to note. Pac-12 has two qualifiers at twenty-five. One qualifier at thirty-three. Ouch. I think. I think this is Devin Turner is going to win this because Gabriel Townsell and Paul Bianchi are going to meet in the, in the semifinals. And I think I think Townsville will take that. I like I like Bianchi. I want Little Rock to succeed. Yeah, but I'll take uh, I think Townsville wins this week. You think so? Yeah. Ooh, risky pick. I like it. I like the, I mean, Stanford guys are wrestling well this year. One forty one. Now this one's up in the air. Yeah. Real Woods is your number one seed. I'm not even going to go through all the other ones because Grant Willits is your number two, and I it's think those two. It's those two, yeah. and, and Real Woods is going to win it. They only have one qualifier. Here too. Oh man. So you have a stumble. Pac 12, you gotta step your game up, man. You guys need to get some more teams. They need more teams. Um, hopefully California Baptists will be in there. Uh 149, Russell Rolfing gets your number one seed, Lane Stiggle from uh Oregon State, and Raquir Vandermeer, who I thought there was a question whether he was gonna go or not because of the injury that he suffered, but it sounds like he's gonna go. And Josh Maruka is your number five. Whoa. So man. this was a little a little bit better. They have two allocations. Yeah. Here. Um, so I think well, if, Rolfing, if, if Vandermeer is healthy, I'll take Rolfing and Vandermeer in the finals. Yeah, and I think I think Rolfing is going to be your yeah. Me too. He's, he's your two knows. You might get a medical forfeit for that. Yeah, one. true. Uh, Fifty-seven. Jacory Teamer is your number one. Tyler Eichens from Stanford. I think that's that's your final. Yeah, I, I think Pac-12 is going to have a lot of the final one-two. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine paying money for this tournament, like 
to get in as a fan. Hopefully like, you get you the get, whole tournament over in like 40 minutes. Hopefully you get like a hat or a t-shirt and a, and a free beer yeah. or something. That'd, that'd be nice if you have to, if you sit through all sessions, yeah. which I assume is one. <laughs> um, 65, Shane Griffith is your number one. Josh Shields. This there, is, there you go. This is probably going to be a very, the, one of the most anticipated finals because it's going to be Griffith and Shields. And what you were talking about before, if Griffith wins this and Vincenzo loses, there's a chance that Griffith could be your number one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Especially now, if he beats Shields. Now, so. if he loses the Shields, then Big Ten winner. Yeah, absolutely. Slam dunk, yeah. Um, now, they wrestled already this year, and Griffith won, right, in a duel? And it was overtime. Really close. Yeah, overtime. Yeah. Um, I actually think Shields gets the, the revenge win. Here. You think so? Yeah. The, yeah, I mean, they're they're very similar. This is one of those ones I think is either going to be extremely close again, or it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. Uh, just someone's going to hit something big and, and just run through. Uh, 74, Anthony Valencia, the last remaining of Valencia's, is – on the uh, so he didn't one. share any of that coke with his brother. I hopefully not. <laughs> I mean, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Um, <laughs> yeah, Valencia. This, this is Valencia all the way. I don't even. I mean, I don't even know half these guys. Cash Jones, though, I like that name. Yeah, from Little Rock. Um, Eighty-four. Cade Belshi is going to be your Arizona State representative. Um, Josh Loomer is your number one. Coke Doyle is your number two. I think Coke Doyle wins this. Yeah, me too. And now, I mean, obviously, he might be your number one seed. Valencia when, being when seeds out. Come out. Now, how many with Valencia out? How many qualifiers do they have from this weight? They so, can't have many. That's a good question. Whether I, qualifiers came out after the news, right? Yeah. So they have one at eighty-four. They have two, and I don't know. Do they lose one because? So he's not going to wrestle, or do they just get that? I think they get the qualifier anyway, right? The spot. Do they? Yeah, because I think he earned them the spot for, for the, the conference. Oh, so somebody's going to luck out and get the nationals who wouldn't have otherwise gotten there. You might get a Josh Loomer, yeah, as your uh, your number two. Um, yeah, somebody's going to luck be very fortunate out of Zahid not being there. Now, ninety seven is actually very impressive. We have Cordell Norfleet at number one. You have Nathan Traxler at number two. Thomas Lane. Thomas Lane, yeah. As number That's three. That's an interesting weight. I think this is going to be Cordell Norfleet and, and Traxler. I, I think Traxler wins it. Yeah, I agree. I, I have Traxler winning he, that. Traxler too. stumbled a little bit of late, but. He's still tough. Yeah. It's got to be the haircut. <laughs> and uh, let's see. They have one qualifier at 97. Which really? Is, which That's is surprising. Odd. That all, Between Traxler and Norfleet, they only got I'm one. I'm sorry. Qualifier. I was looking at Southern Conference. Oh. God damn it. Um, so 84 has one qualifier. Okay. Yeah. So 97 has three. Okay. That makes more sense. So yeah, there we go. I'm sorry, people out there. Hopefully you're not looking to me for pack 12. All those six guys listening are going to be really mad. At you. Really pissed off. Let me tell you. Um, I have trash for winning this too. That's a good call. 285 Tanner Hall is your number one seed. And I think it's his. Well, timeout. David Chiromi still has eligibility? I guess so. <laughs> Are you kidding I me? got this straight from the Pac-12. <laughs> so He graduated high school like 12 years ago. Well, so did Tanner Hall. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, this is the this this is, is the uh, the um what's that division they call the the, the bald and fat division? Oh, yeah, bald, bald drunk fat whatever. Bald fat uh division. This is this is the centennial, the, the masters bracket. Now somebody, somebody <laughs> told me they were talk, I think it was talking about on flow that Tanner Hall graduated high school in 2012. 
<laughs> something like is that, that. Is that? I think I think that, that's that accurate. Might like, yeah. I think that was it, I think that was Brad Key. He did a two year Mormon mission. Then he wrestled. Then he took another year off for like a red shirt. Then he wrestled. Then it was an Olympic mm-hmm. in sixteen. And then took a. And then somehow he still like has an eligibility. I don't know, but. I know David Shuomi, who who was from our area. He's from District One. Uh-huh. Wrestled for Pensbury, I believe. But I swear to God, he graduated like eight <laughs> years ago. Like, I don't know how he saw his eligibility. No idea. It, they make up their own rules in the pack. Yeah. Um, and the last, uh, I'm not going to go through SoCon because it's mainly going to be for the most part. Campbell's. It, it's going to be Campbell, and it's going to be Appalachian State meeting each other a lot, and then you're going to sprinkle in a couple guys like. Neil Richards, and um, I'm trying to think of, of maybe some other guys. Maybe Dazon Caster from from the Citadel yeah. also. So not a lot of um, parity there. It's going to be those two teams, which yeah. I think is going to be very interesting. It's basically going to be like the dual meet. Yeah. Because right? you have like Gonzer and, and Cody Russell at 33, and uh, you'll have um, Milner at for Appalachian State at 49. You'll have Josh Heil at 41. You know, things like Did that. Did you um, hear Colas' response to – Dressers tournament. Yes. Every week he'll have the, the hump day. Every, every Wednesday he's going to have the hump day uh, open. And because nobody's going to be able to go to a Wednesday open, he's just going to put all of his guys in there. He's just, pins they're and... going to be the most winningest team in the NCAA. Love it. I love the hump day duels. Oh, yeah, the hump day open. I love it. <laughs> Do it, Colette. Dare you. I triple dog dare you. Um, Let's wrap it up with yeah. EIWA. Patrick Glory, number one. Michael Kolioko, number two. Brandon Patel, number three. Trace Shalfu, number four. Uh, Gage Curry is your number five also. Now, EIWA precedes are only going to eight. Everybody else is getting thrown in. Right. It, 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 well, I know Mac does that. Mac sees like the top eight, and then everyone else is kind of just jumbled. Yeah. Um, random draw. I'm not sure what they're going to – if EIAW – EIWA does that as well, or if it's actually seeded right. or not. But well, these I'm, are the top eight. I'm gonna say that they're probably just kind of thrown in. Yeah. Um, Patrick Glory, I think, makes the finals. I think it's against Brandon Pates. I do too. Kolioko, I like Kolioko. He's a true freshman. He's, he's gonna a, get the. St- he's gonna qualify for nationals, but I, I like um, Glory and Patesel to meet in the finals at this week. Yeah, and uh, Patesel gave Glory a hell of a. Battle. They got seven qualifiers. From yeah. This, uh, at one twenty-five, so. Expect all those big names to make it out. Joe Mancio, I really like too. Unfortunately, he's going to hit Kolioko in the quarters and he'll drop down. But I can see him placing top five. Yeah, he's he's the cutoff right now, right at seven. Yeah, so he's the gatekeeper as yeah. they say on flow. Uh, one thirty-three. Chaz Tucker is going to be your number one seed. Number two, we're looking at Zach Trampy. Yeah, finally back. Right. Um, Nick Farrow from Lehigh, your number three, and Casey Cobb from I believe U Penn. Um, or no. Cobb from Navy? Might be from Navy. I think he's Navy, yeah. Um, but they have only two qualifiers. Yeah. It's basically been Tucker and everybody else at the EIW this year. Trampy, and that's it. Now, I like – Angelo Rini's been wrestling really well. I was high on him. I thought he was going to be 25 for Columbia. Um, unfortunately, he's going to run into Chaz Tucker in the quarters. Drop down. And yeah. drop down. But also, Carmen Ferrante from UPenn has been wrestling really well, too. His, yeah. his record is something close to 500, but he's been wrestling really well lately. Um, I still expect Tucker and Trampe to make the finals. Farrow might trip this weight up. I can see Farrow beating Trampe in the Sens. Really? Um, I'm not saying it will happen. Right. It's a tough matchup. Um, 
if, if and again, this is the same monkey wrench as 65. If Tucker wins this weight, and let's say Gross doesn't win the Big Tens, say Tucker, Sebastian Rivera wins. Yeah, it. does Tucker get the one C over all those guys in the Big Ten and throw the whole bracket into chaos? I don't know. I I want to say the guys from Flow were talking about quality wins and some algorithm that they use and whatever and the tiers of the ranked wins or whatever. And even though Chaz Tucker has wrestled his schedule, he just hasn't met those high-quality guys. Yeah, he has no wins over any of those top guys. Right. So he's going to be undefeated um, if that happens. And you're going to have a guy in, in Sebastian Rivera who's winning the Big Tens with you know less than 15 matches. Yeah, he'll be like 10-1 and one or something like that. Right. So it's possible. Yeah. At, that will – Cause everyone. I like chaos, so let's let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's put everybody on. The, let's do it like one of those freestyle tournaments. Yeah, where there's just one guy guys on one side of the bracket and four guys on the other side. Exactly, just massive mayhem. It'll fuck up the the <laughs> wrestlebacks completely. But I'll take um Tucker to win this weight. I agree. I I think it's Tucker's weight. Uh, one forty one. We're looking at. Ooh, that's I zoomed out way <laughs> too far. You zoomed um, out the Pluto. <laughs> uh, Sal Propacci. I'm going to say Profaci. I believe that's how you say it. You're Italian. It's got to be Profaci. Profaci um, is your number one. Doug Zaff, another local guy, is number two. Uh, Will Gill gets your sixth seed, and Matt Casimir gets your third seed. Now, EIWA has five qualifiers here. Noah Bowman being the uh, cutoff man. Yeah. So Franklin Marshall needs Will Gill to over uh, to steal a spot. Yeah, come on, FNM. You got to get so many nationals. Even Ryan Promrinka. From Lehigh is, is your number seven seed. So. Yeah, it's a tough weight. I think I like Sal Profaci a lot. I was really high on him during the fantasy regular season. I'm going to say he makes the finals, but I could really see an upset by Cody Travis. From, yeah. From I like Profaci just because he has that Big Ten experience. So and, he's used to these kind of meat grinder tournaments. And I'm going to say Doug Zaff wins it. Oh, I like your pick. I, I love Doug Zaff, local kid, Downingtown kid. Wrestling really well. Yeah. Um, I think. I think Profaci wins the weight. I think Saf makes the finals, though. Yeah. Uh, looking at 49, which is a very interesting weight now that Matt Kalodzik has yeah. been thrown in there as the number four seed. Uh, Kazan Clark is your number one. Jimmy Hoffman, number two. Hunter Rickard, Richard is your number three. I want to say Kalodzik wins this. Yeah. I think it's a Kalodzik-Hoffman final. Um, no, not to discredit – because on Clark and everything that he's done, he's wrestled really well. But of late, he's stumbled. Yeah, and Kolodzik is tough. Right. He's, he's just a tough guy. I'm going to say Kolodzik wins it with with Hoffman as his competitor in the finals. Yeah, I like that too. 57, Marcus Hartman. Wow. The, Bucknell. No. The, oh, I'm sorry. No. That's Army. That's Army, right. He took over Luke Whelan's spot yeah. at Army. Um, he's your number one seed. You have Artelona, who hasn't wrestled really. Yeah, the, where's he been? The second part of the season. He's number four. Josh Humphreys, number three, and Quincy Monday, number two. That's going to be great. Well, Hunter Leitner and, and Anthony Artelona is going to be a great quarterfinal. That's a quarterfinal, wow. Hunter Leitner, I think, can win that, especially if Artelona. So what do they have? Inter, they got four qualifiers. No, ah. that, that's They have three qualifiers. At what? Seven. They only have three qualifiers? Well, I don't think uh, – maybe Artelona doesn't Didn't qual- qualify. Yeah. yeah. So, so he didn't wrestle that much. And Hunter Leitner doesn't have the most impressive of, of records – or necessarily so Quincy Monday, Josh Humphreys, and and Marcus Hartman are your guys yeah. that are getting those allocations. Wow. 
I'll, I, take, I'll take Monday to win. Monday to win? Yeah. I like the way he's wrestling. I, I like the way Princeton's wrestling. I'm going to say Humphreys. I'm going to say it's a Humphreys-Hartman final, and I'm going to say Hartman wins it. Yeah. I like I mean, Humphreys is tough, man. I like the way he wrestles. Uh, 65, Tanner Schedule is going to be your number one seed. Zach Hartman, the one you were yeah, thinking of. Yeah, that was the thing I was thinking of. From Bucknell is your number three. Cal McCormick, number four. And at number two is Philip Conigliaro. Philly Cheese. I'm going to say Hartman wins this. Yeah, that was the Hartman I meant. Yeah, That's I, the Hartman. Yeah, I like Bucknell, Hartman. Um, he's tough. He's a pinner. He's nails on top. I, I like him to win this week. Yeah. 174, Jordan Cutler is going to run away with this. It yeah, he's maybe Ben Harvey in the finals. Possibly. he. So, Brendan Harvey's your number three seed. Brandon Womack is number four. It looks like he's he got the nod for Cornell. He's been hurt, too, hasn't he? He's been, been hurt, but, but Andrew Berryessa came out of redshirt, Olympic redshirt the rest of this year. So, either... That's the thanks he gets? Yeah. Either Womack you know, came back from injury quicker than expected or and beat him out, or maybe Barry Ace just wanted to be done. Yeah, I don't know. But Spencer Carey's your number two. I think this is – it's Cutler going to win. I don't – I'm going to say – I'm going to say Kevin Parker with, with a crazy oh, and final. A seven seed. A seven seed making yeah. the final. I'll take Ben Harvey to be in the finals, but I'd take Cutler to win this weight. Yeah. Uh, 184, Lou Dupre gets your number one seed, and you're going to have at the bottom here Chris Weiler, who beat him earlier this year. Yeah, it's, I don't think that's going to happen again. No? You no. think it's Lou Dupre I all the way? Dupre, yeah. Yeah, that rhymes. Jonathan Lowe's your number five. I actually think Stewart will probably make the finals this week. He could. Um, I, I'm impressed. Weiler's like Ben's. He's been up and down. 84 yeah. has been up and down. But Tanner Harvey, unfortunately, is going to be on the same side with Lou Dupre. If, if Tanner Harvey were the number three seed, I would pick Tanner Harvey to make the finals. Yeah. But I'm going to go with Lou Dupre all the way. Make that a hashtag. Here's something interesting for you at 97. Pat Brucky's your number one seed. Yeah, they're going to change this. You think so? They have to. Ben Darmstadt's your number four seed. They they're going to meet in the seventh. They cannot put the two best guys on the same side of the bracket. It just makes no sense. And John Jacobson is your number three, and Jay Kozer's your number two. Yeah. I want to say that's a little uneven. Yeah, I, I totally. But, but Ben Darmstadt doesn't have a lot of matches at eighty four. Yeah, but or some, ninety seven. Sometimes common sense just has to rule, and kind of like what they did with Mason Paris. Yeah, and um, and Gable at at, at Big Tens. I, I, you got to put Darmstadt on the other side of the bracket. You just even just give them the five, you know, or the uh, with the six. six. The six would drop down. Yeah, give them the six. Put them down in the bottom part of the bracket. Um, you know, if they meet the finals, great, but. You want to save your best matchups for the finals. You also want to, you know, as a conference, you want your best guys to get the best possible seeds, you know, going into nationals. So, you know, it makes more sense for Darmstadt or, or Brucky to get a, you know, a runner-up and get um, go to nationals as a runner-up than it does a third. So, so he's got 13 matches at 97. And his most recent loss was North Carolina, Brandon Whitman, which is that kind of – that was like after he beat um, Pat Brucky. Yeah. The weekend before or whatever. But um, I, I agree. I think they should do something about this and make that a final more than, than a semifinal. Yeah. Because um, that's really – I think that's really going to affect – and I don't know if Pat Brucky's injured. He looked injured after that yeah. Ryder match where he lost to – or was it Rutgers? Yeah, Rutgers. Yeah, the Rutgers match. Um, and he lost to Pagano. Um, I don't know. I, I just hope that – 
common sense rules today, and they just put Darmstadt on the other side of the bracket. Either way, even if it stays like this, I'm going to pick Darmstadt. Yeah, me too. It's just he – this is the second year in a row that Brucky has had nothing for Darmstadt. Yeah, and it's, it's just a, a style matchup. It's this, one of those – that guy that you have a problem with. Yeah, you know? just the length. I think it's the, the, the height of Darmstadt and the reach. Yeah. He's, he's that lanky guy that – Rocky just seems to have trouble with. Right. Uh, and then finally, at a heavyweight, we have your number one seed, as you guessed it. Go Yaroslav You say it again. Yaroslav Slavoslavsky. I know I messed that up. I apologize. Um, I'm going to call him Yara. Yara is your number one seed. Jordan Wood is your number two. Ben Sullivan from Army is number three. And Brandon Furman from Cornell is your number four. I'm... I'll, I'll, take, I'll let you go first. I'm taking Wood to win. I agree. And I think it might be Furman in the finals. I agree, too. Okay, that's so that's why I let you go first. Yeah. <laughs> um, ben Godin, maybe, but heavyweight this year, like if you're not in the, the top eight, it really drops. Yeah. So, and Wood is in that top eight. He's right around seven or eight. So right. And I no, think it's his way. No fault to Slavsowski. Um he, he wins, but he wins by decision. He keeps everything close. Yeah. I is think he, he a freshman? He is – let me see. I don't really remember his name ever before. So. And I feel like you would remember it. He is a true freshman. He's yeah, that's, 27 that's and 7 on the season. That's impressive. With an impressive 11% bonus rate. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, I mean, his, his time will come. But right now, this is Jordan Wood's weight. Yeah, I, I agree. I, this is Jordan Wood. I, Jordan Wood has had an up-and-down – Season so far, ranking wise, but know. he only loses the guys above him. He very rarely loses the guys below him. Right. So that's our bracket recap uh, from preseason and everything. Our our review of it. If you guys listen to this while you ran, you could probably get a marathon. In. Absolutely, we're coming up on two hours. I think <laughs> Jesus. Um, I did ask if anyone had questions about an hour before uh, we started. Please tell me have questions. We have one question. Okay. Will the team, and this is from Will Bentley, longtime fan yes. of the uh, podcast. Got to give him a hat. Um, <laughs> we need to get hats first. Yeah, well, we got to get some <laughs> swag. When we get swag, Will, you're in first. <laughs> Will the team who wins Big Tens win nationals? Yes, absolutely. You think so? Yeah. Penn State? Penn could... State or Iowa, they're going to be one and two. True. Nobody else is going to be even close to those two teams. They're going to be 50 points ahead of everybody else. Well, there's a chance that Penn State wins Big Tens. and So I, I brought up just some stats to just take, take a look at. So in the Big Ten Conference, let me see. Let me split my screens here. So here are the past winners from the past couple years, right? Going back to 2011. Thank you, Wikipedia. Um the so I'm gonna read off who the Big Ten champion was, and you tell me who the um, winner was. It's okay, that yeah, one. the middle one. Yeah. So in 2018 or 2019, it was Penn State. Yep, Penn State won. Um, 2018 was Ohio State. Penn State won. 2017 was Ohio State. Penn State won. 2016 was Penn State. Penn State. 2015 was. A tie, Iowa and Ohio State. Ohio State won. And 2014 was Penn State. Penn State won. And 2013 was Penn State. Penn State won. And 2012 was Penn State. Penn State won. And 2011 was Penn State. Penn State won. Yeah. So, chances are, if you win the Big Ten, you're going to win. Yeah. But there's been chances. Well, I mean, Recently. My, my thing, my, the way I re- read that question is, will the Big Ten team win 
NCAAs. And my question is, or my answer oh. is, one of the Big Ten teams is going to win NCAAs. Yes, reading it like that, absolutely. Big Ten is going to win NCAAs. Yeah. Okay, so he meant it like, will the team that wins the Big Ten win the NCAAs? That's how okay. I read it. Okay, that meant, Okay. now I understand. So there's a... Will the well, team now, who wins Big Tens win nationals? Yeah. So will, right, will, will the, the same team, team yeah. will the same team um, win? With, with the fact that Penn State was unable to get uh, Kirkfleet in a heavyweight, I think Penn State's nails in the coffin. Yeah, and Bergie isn't wrestling. Bergie's not wrestling. Um, Kirkfleet not going at heavyweight. I, I don't think Neville's has any chance to All-American. Um, I, I think that was the nail in the coffin. I think if Kirkfleet could have gone into the field, they had a good shot. Because um, I think Kirk Lee's a top three guy. Mm. Huge points difference there. Yeah. Um, but it didn't happen. He's not wrestling. So it's, this is Ohio – or I'm sorry, Iowa uh, close case. They're going to win by at least 30 points. Yeah. Unless some craziness happens at Nationals. I agree. I, I think this is Iowa's for the taking this year. Now this is why you wrestle the matches, obviously. Yeah. But Any um, other questions? No, that was oh, it. Like I said, I did it an hour before you got here, so um, I didn't, I didn't really give them time to digest and let think me, of questions. Um, ask you something. That's something I've been mulling around in my head, just uh-huh. crazy. You know, sometimes I think abstractly. Shoot. Um, so to encourage or discourage the injury defaults and the medical forfeits and the forfeits and everything in the conference tournaments, especially like the Big Ten, mm-hmm. what do you think as an incentive, the winner, the team that wins the conference gets – an extra scholarship for the next year. Hmm. So if, you get like if a, you like a, if you win your conference, you get an extra scholarship for your team. So instead of nine point nine, the next year you you have ten point nine. You have one extra full scholarship. I think to give out. Mm, that might be a bit much. See, I would. I was looking at that as possibly like an incentive for a national duels. Like winner gets an extra. Or if you make like the semis or something, everybody yeah. gets like half a scholarship or something. Well, my thing for the, like, maybe even, maybe point a uh, point one to make it an even ten. Yeah, well, I was thinking like you know not for a full four year scholarship, but for that next year. Yeah, let's say for example, Iowa wins the Big Ten. Uh-huh. The next year, Spencer Lee's scholarship does not count against your nine point nine. The Big Ten conference picks up the tab on his full, mm. full scholarship. Then you have an extra scholarship. To give to another wrestler on the team, I don't another. think they would ever do that. There's, they're not going to try to give up money. Um, but they're making a lot of money, especially with the Big Ten Network now. So yeah, they can afford it. But um, I don't know. I mean, it would basically come down to what about ten thousand, fifteen thousand uh, dollar bonus for the team that wins it. Something like That's that. That's what a year scholarship but, would probably be. And then you could give a three quarter scholarship for the runner up team and a, like a half scholarship for the third place team. Yeah, uh, simple economics is incentives matter. There's got to be an incentive to participate in, and yeah. do the thing. I, I so, mean, I, I was just thinking of, of a way to get these teams to be like, "Hey, you got to wrestle because we need that. We want that extra scholarship, right? For that that guy we're trying to recruit or that extra wrestler on our team that we can get to come here." Well, I think it's got to be two prime. I think it's got to be an incentive like that. Plus, I think they have to try to adopt that that red shirt rule that they were talking about with, yeah. with football. So because you have schools right now that a guy misses weight, you can't pull your red shirt guy. Right. Or a guy has skin issue. Right. He can't, he can't wrestle that dual meet. So you forfeit. And now putting somebody else in. There. And now because of that, you're going to lose a scholarship not lose opportunity costs. You're going to lose a scholarship essentially. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I think it's gotta be two prong like, like that. 
But I was just thinking of ways to try to incentivize teams to to not forfeit. Yeah, anything anything to get ten matches every duel. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and get that move. Ten tournament. matches every in duel. the conference tournaments. I want to watch the best guys wrestle. I don't want to see a guy make the semis and then forfeit out of the tournament. Right. I don't want to see a guy in the finals, you know, not wrestle, and the other guy just gets his hand raised because the other guy's trying to save his seed or whatever for nationals. Yeah. Um, it's it's just fans are paying a lot of money for these tournaments and to not see the matches that you want to see is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at tickets to go to Rutgers and it's in bonkers. It's almost the same price as nationals. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And next (laughs) next year, uh, big tens are at Penn state. That's going to be crazy. I'd probably like to go. I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford it because I can only, if I can only afford one, I'm going to nationals again. So I'd like to go to both. Um, the last time Big Tens were at Penn State, I was a student at Penn State mm. in 1998. <laughs> I think that's how long it's been since Penn State has hosted. I would say tickets were probably cheaper. Yes, they were. They were. <laughs> I'm going to go, I paid go like, a hunch. I think I paid like 25 bucks a session. Yeah, but that was back in the 90s. Yeah, I know. It was a long 100 That's years like ago. 50 bucks. Now. Yeah. <laughs> but so that was our breakdown of, of the conferences. Hopefully you stayed awake during the whole time or you fast forwarded to the conference that you wanted to hear. Um, anything else before we go? No, thanks for listening, everybody. If you listen to this whole thing, your ears are probably You're a trooper. You deserve a, a one of those badges for your sash <laughs> or something. So we appreciate it. Thank you guys for clicking and listening. Have a great night. Talk to you later.